What's going on, drinking buddies? You know what time it is. Real quick before we get into it this week, just a word from our sponsors, the people that keep a roof over my head and alcohol in my belly. We are brought to you this week by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club, the best damn record of the month club. Every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. Each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please and has features you can't get anywhere else, like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, and comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom cocktail pairing. Can't beat it. Rad music, custom cocktails, features you can't get anywhere else, and Vinyl Me Please is not like the record of the month clubs of old. It's month to month, cancel any time. You don't like an album, swap it out. So if you want to check out Vinyl Me Please, go to joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is joinvmp.com slash ANWD. We are also brought to you this week by our friends at Ghost Tequila. Ghost Tequila is a 100% agave, Blanco tequila, that is ghost pepper infused. It is awesome. It goes in... Spicy margaritas, Bloody Marias. You can just shoot it. It goes down smooth. Makes you feel all warm inside. Seriously, check it out today. If you're a fan of tequila and you like spice, Ghost Tequila is the answer for you. Either buy it in your local stores, or if you're not in one of the lucky states that carries Ghost Tequila, go to www.ghosttequila.com and they ship anywhere in the United States. Last, but certainly not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Laughable. Laughable is the number one comedy podcast app on iOS. Not only can you subscribe to your favorite shows, you can subscribe to your favorite performers. You like a particular comic? It's a great way to discover new shows. When you subscribe to them, the minute they appear on someone else's show, it'll pop up in your subscription feed. If you're on iOS, go download Laughable today. It's 100% free. It is the best podcast app. I listen to all my shows on Laughable. And if there's a show that they don't currently carry, just drop them an email and they will add it to the app for you. Android users, I know I've been saying it for about a year now, but it's coming real soon. Go to www.laughable.com, get added to the mailing list, and when Android comes out, they will let you know. So this week's guest is comedian Andrew Rose. Andrew and I talked about traveling abroad, why the singularity doesn't fucking work, why comedians shouldn't date porn stars unless they are very, very confident and comfortable with their sexuality, and a whole lot more. So I'm doing a quick read today because I am running late on putting this episode up. Oh, fuck. Also, L.A. Almost forgot about live appearances, guys. This Sunday, L.A. Dojo of Comedy, starting at 7 p.m., live man whore podcast being produced by yours truly. Most people avoid their exes, Billy Presido wants to bring them on stage with him because I think he's kind of a masochist. There'll be laughs, there'll be tears, there'll be giveaways. Buy your tickets online at www.manhordepod.com slash tickets or get tickets at the door. Oh yeah, Billy, from my shower, don't, don't worry why, just reminded me that if you bring an ex, he will buy you a free drink. I think the dojo's got some top shelf shit. Come on, completely wreck our budget with getting a shot of McAllen for bringing your ex or some shit. <laughs> Billy reminded me to settle down with that. But seriously, come out Sunday. It's going to be an amazing show. But in the meantime, kick back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy.
always used to just call him and be like, yo, did you hear about the new uh, the new Corvette? And he's like, yeah, we talked about it yesterday, Chris. He's like, I think it was Chris, yeah. He always talked to us, yeah, 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 we talked about it. He's like, he's like, yeah, the news is great, man. And he was just like, okay, is that it? Like, and he just he kept doing it. Like, he'd always call right in the middle when we're playing Call of Duty or whatever game. And then I would, I'd step out in the hall. I'd be like, Josh, I need you real quick. And he'd be like, I gotta go. And then he'd just hang out, you know. And then I'd be like, we're playing that level again. He's like, yeah, I'll play the level again. Definitely, it's fun. Well, they were just asking me like, well, this helps with mammograms. I was just about to be like, I don't have tits. Well, let's not argue. I mean, <laughs> a little, sorry. A little more work. I got to keep working. I'm, they're in a training bra right now. Oh, okay, well, you know, you got that going for you. Wow. Hey. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, bring people to the yard with the milkshake. Yeah, at least you got that. Mm. I don't even have a... I don't even have milk. Let alone... <laughs> like, I don't have a shake. I don't have nothing. I'm so sad. See, you got that starving artist look going starving yeah definitely that's the fun part uh, like art, artists i'm like I, I gotta get more talented to be considered that but <laughs> it's hollywood man fake it till you make it that's actually you know like i've kind of i don't know it's like i don't the, I, the fake it till you make thing is true my buddy aaron told me that a long time ago because um he uh he's a computer guy and he would always just like oh yeah just jump into stuff yeah yeah, yeah. have we started by the way we might have. Okay, that's fine. I don't care. I'm just making sure. People, what's up? Uh, but no, he'd always just be like, I'd be like, how did you get, you know, our, uh, you know, clients or whatever? Because it was all end-user support stuff, just like uploading windows and getting printer drivers, which is easy, but can also be a bitch and a half if you don't Especially know. Especially if you don't know shit. Yeah, I mean, like, luckily I'm not completely computer inept, but even printers sometimes are just fucking frustrating. And uh, I uh, was like, how do you do? He goes, I just told him that I was real busy with other clients. I go, were you? Like, I had no clients. But he was like, I always be like, oh, yeah, squeeze in, definitely. Like, I, I, I want your business. I'll make sure that my other clients, I take care of everyone the same, et cetera, et cetera. Some of it was bullshit. Some of it wasn't. But I was like, way to go, man. <laughs> hey, if it was working for him and it actually helped him develop business, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I met, uh, met him through my buddy, Josh, I, the, the guy that did the video game stuff that I was saying. He, um, <clears throat> uh, Aaron helped wire his theater room for internet so that we could play online. Nice. So, yeah. Theater room, yeah. Some people are doing pretty well for themselves. It was his parents. I mean, like, oh, okay. it, this is back in high school, so like, it's not my buddy Josh's. But now, actually, Josh does have a theater room, so go him. Well, go him. Shit. <laughs> I want a fucking theater room. God damn it. Well, just fucking put some curtains right there for people listening. You have no idea what I'm talking about. And then, like, okay, there's this new thing that's actually pretty fucking cool. I say new. It's probably been two years, but they're like giant fucking Lego blocks. And they're probably, I don't know, maybe a foot wide and maybe six inches, eight inches tall. But you literally can just build a wall. And they're like, it just kind of helps to um, uh, section off areas. Like you can do it in different ways. But like it's like cheaper than putting in an actual wall. And it's obviously movable. So if, you know, you are working in a office with someone and you want to split it down the middle you can do that but then later if they leave or whatever you can just be like tearing the shit out and do whatever oh i was just gonna go with one of those big fake hedges they used to like build red carpets that'd be kind of cool just put but, a fake hedge right in my living room yeah that i'd like it that'd be kind of cool i mean you already have one plant it needs a buddy even though they're fake buddies so like he's like that's that's the, <laughs> that, that would be the fake tits in la versus the actual person that's here to actually do something hey fake tits are here to do shit too withdraw my statement you're accurate <laughs> right i'm i'm a huge fan of fake tits i will not let you talk shit about fake tits on my show i don't have anything against them well, i'd like to have me against them but 
That I would agree with. I mean, both me, not you. I want to be a little, actually, you know, I would like you to be against them too because I always want my friends to succeed. Um, oh, but, I just uh, thought you were a weird voyeur. I mean, not a weird voyeur, just a voyeur. Right. It's a nice safe. I'm not here to shame you. Good, good backtrack. I'm not You're here like, to kink shame you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep backtracking. You'll back through that wall. And, uh, good thing but, it's fake. Yeah. It's, there we go. It's full circle, bitches. Damn right. Um, no, uh, one, two. I've only been with two girls with fake tits. Not anti, just that's a fact. It's the number. I don't know if that was interesting or not, but there you go. I'm honestly trying to figure out how many girls I've been with with fake tits. I think you may actually have me beat. Yeah, there's one girl in Tulsa and one out here, actually. It's weird that I, but I do have a, like, I know where. I'm, I have an Excel sheet of everyone I've ever slept with. Really? 100%. Oh, we have to get into this. <laughs> um, I didn't originally just kind of as a not as a joke but like i was just curious and also not that i was like thinking i was like i'm gonna start getting laid but i had like a good like a couple years back i was i had a good little clip i was i was doing all right and um i was like i don't want to forget but also i'm kind of doing it in a safety way because in the sense of like if by chance i catch something i know I can like go back and say, "Hey, it was Bam," and then I, if I need to contact them, I know everyone past that. <laughs> so, do you have like a separate cell for gave me an STD? No, well, no, I, I luckily hundred percent clean. Um, well, uh, now, well, always have been. Like, <laughs> you haven't lived until you've gotten at least one. Yeah, I'm good. My my mom was a labor and delivery nurse for the longest time, and like she was very adamant about me one not having children because she was like, I'm not going to be a 30 year old grandmother. I was like, oh, okay, I'll do what I can. Um, which she wasn't, and so anal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which yeah, <laughs> she didn't exactly go that way. But like, this is a true story. I was dating my uh, first like serious girlfriend in high school, and uh, we we're hanging out in my room, just sitting there. Um, Laying on my bed watching TV, um, door open because you know parents and uh, like I don't even we hadn't even we like made out that was it like it wasn't anything big you know, um, but she was a girl that I lost my virginity to but that's another story, um, excuse me and uh, at the time though my mom was about to go to work and uh, she was like hey um was it that. I don't know if it was like right when we started dating or maybe like a month in or whatever, but she was like, all right, it's kind of serious, blah, blah, blah. And she was fucking smoking, uh, my, my girlfriend at the time, even though she was self-conscious as fuck, which is stupid. Like That's the best. I I guess. I don't, I don't, maybe. I don't, I. Hey, if she knew how hot she was, she may have traded up. Uh, that's mean uh, towards me. I'm beautiful. What are you talking about? I'm a very pretty man. Oh, yes. We're all beautiful on the inside. And I'm on the outside too. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about all your modeling contracts. Uh, all, all, none of them. Hey, I'm still pretty. Fuck off. <laughs> um, I've been told by many people that I'm adorable, and I take that as a compliment. So, as and, you should. And by many people, too. Uh, your mother and your first girlfriend? No, there's other people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, one person, uh, we were hanging out. This is over uh, Sycamore at the Dojo, and she was just like, you're adorable. I go, I know, right? And she started laughing. I was like, I, I, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think, I think I am kind of adorable. But either way, go back to my uh, th- this situation with my mom. Like, uh, She was about to go to work, and then she was like, I got to go to work. And then I was like, okay. And I was like, at, you know, at the time, I was like, you're leaving us here? Like in my head, but I mean, at the same time, I'm like, you're leaving us here? But also like, you're leaving us here, yes. Fuck um, yeah. But she literally walked in and just went 
bam, set down a 30 pack of Trojan and said, use them and then walked out. And I was like, well, okay. Like, she's not stupid. She was like, you're gonna have sex. Like, I, I get that. And, uh, I was like, all right. And then I never thought about it, but like when we started like tearing into that box, like I was like, oh, she knows now. Like, I didn't even think about it. Like, cause they moved and then like, but they didn't move like far. It was like from one little desk to the next little corner of the desk. It wasn't like I moved, but like, and then I was like, oh, they're opened. Like I didn't at the time, like have the wherewithal to be like, okay, go buy others and keep this here as a fucking ploy to make sure that she doesn't think that we're fucking which later she would like there'd be multiple times where she was like stop fucking in my house i'm like you gave them to me right that's on on you she was like and i'll never forget this This is the creepiest thing my mom's probably ever said to me she was like well if you're gonna have sex you don't have a house you have a car do it in a car like i did and i was like well that's weird mom mom is that how i came into this world i don't know it's a possibility I have no idea. See, that that makes no goddamn sense. Like, my mother, at least, is proud of like, oh, it's good to hear that you're hooking up. <laughs> well, my dad probably was like that. My dad, I I tried to do this on stage. Like, I, 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 I tried. I did it once, maybe twice. But I, it's something that I want to joke about. My dad's number is significant as compared to mine. Like, I'm in the minors compared to his. Um, not to call my dad out. I don't, he's not going to listen to this shit. But, um, the shit. <gasps> you know what I mean. I, I know. I know. Sorry. He's not going to listen to this Emmy award-winning podcast. Uh, soon to be. Uh, Emmy. Do they do? It wouldn't be Emmy. It'd be a Grammy. Audio? Yeah. Unless we're singing, in which case you get a Tony. Well, it's Is not that really bri- musical theater. Yeah. No, it'd be a Grammy. Yeah, valid point. Um, did they do Grammys for fucking podcasts? They should. Well, they do them for audiobooks. That makes sense. And they also do um, Emmys for Netflix now. Well, which, that's TV. For, for the TV shows, but they do it for comedy specials. Well, because it's on TV. But is it? Yeah. You can stream it to a TV, but it's not a channel. It's kind of weird. It's like such a weird situation, to, like time to be in. Like they have to be going, not for normal people but like for the execs and all that bullshit like oh we want the emmys but we don't like it's like netflix like i know when they used to give out like the grammys for like best comedy album that made sense because the album like it was kind of like in music stores or whatever that that, kind of makes sense but like now that they're doing like comedy specials it's like does it deserve something does it not does it it has to be it has to be an emmy or yeah an emmy because you have to have a theatrical run to be considered for an oscar even if it's a full-length movie True. That's why so Kevin Hart could have got an Oscar for any of his comedy specials. Exactly. And that's why Netflix puts some of their stuff in theaters for short runs. Just for that reason? Yep. Huh. Learn something every day. I had no idea. That's kind of cool. All right. <laughs> I, I'm could, just, I don't know where to go from here. No, that's, we completely derailed your story. Yeah, no, no. I, what was I saying? Well, you were just talking about the condoms, the hook. Oh, my dad. Out. That's what it was. And your dad. And um, uh, but yeah, his no, the, epic uh, Babe Ruth ass numbers. Uh, something like that. And I just had a joke. I said, my dad has been with enough women that he should have AIDS. He doesn't, but he should. Like, it's just like that. That's, that's all the joke was. See, clearly it's not great, but it was just something where I was just like, he's been with enough people that like the fact that he, ha- he's like, it's fucking stupid staggering the fact that he hasn't caught anything and I, I say he hasn't caught anything he's never told me by the way i also had chlamydia when you were 12 uh, like i will put money that your father has herpes uh i most people do well here's the thing i want to say no because uh, dad if you're listening uh, tell me if i'm wrong call me um this is how i think his like 
like I, sexual life kind of progressed. I don't know, but like he was in high school, and I think he hooked up with a good amount of chicks because this was also back in the fuck. When was he born? I think he was born in like he, okay, he's fifty now, so it's fifty years ago. So twenty, he's born in the seventies. So um, he came up in the seventies, and then so it was obviously before social media and all the bullshit that we have now. So like. He must have had mad game. I don't like. I, like, I get my dad credit. He does have game. Um, but like, he would do that. But then also, but after that, he got m- married to my mom when he was twenty. So it was like. So it was only like maybe he started having sex when he was know, fifteen. Let's just keep it. It seems average. I was seventeen, but whatever. Like you know, I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I ru- I ruined it. Um, you ruined your family's legacy. Yeah, it's the only one we have. And uh, well, we also have heart condition that's passed on from generation. So I'll keep that going. And uh, <laughs> but uh, so uh, from like fifteen to twenty. So that's only five years. But like also, everyone that he's been with was in. I'm assuming it was within his same age. He didn't go from fifteen to like banging. 30 year olds which hear me out like i'm assuming that like if someone's been around longer there's a better chance that they have something so like if you're banging high school kids when you're in high school the chance of you getting something i feel is rare i could be wrong i know some people had genital warts in high school really yep okay i don't know maybe my dad and according to the internet (laughs) that's what you were looking up okay okay one in four or five adults has herpes who's considered an adult what's the age I'm assuming I over think he's 50, 18. So like, I yeah, yeah, you know, your dad probably has herpes. I'm not. I, your mom might have it too. I want to say no. Why? Why does it matter? Well, here's the thing. I want to say no to both to both of that because again. So going back to my dad real quick. So that was that, and then he was with my mom for a couple years while I was a kid. I think they got divorced when I was two months old. So it's not like that lasts long. But then he basically went from my mom to this other woman. Um, uh, her name is uh, Cunt, and they were together. <laughs> I fucking hate her. And uh, they were together um, for. Oh, seven- I thought that was a term of endearment. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> well, in Britain, it fucking is. Oh, you jolly cunt. Like I mean, right? You know exactly. So or fucking Australia, um, which is technically British. Changed. Uh, it's it's their bad people that kept on banging and so- got really hot somehow. Right? Hot convicts. Oh jeez. Uh, there's. A- they are just prison porn on an island. That's about, yeah, all right, there we go. So he was with her for 17 years. So when he was during that, I'm assuming he was only with her. How do you know they weren't swinging? That's a possibility. It's a possibility, I don't know. How many people was she with before him? I Oh, that's a good question. I want to say not a, I don't know. I don't know, but I want to say it couldn't have been a ton. because It's all she, leaning towards herpes. I, maybe, but she. Well, if she's been with five people, statistically, at least one of them had herpes. Well, that's based on statistics. That's not accurate at all because. The numbers don't lie. Well, possibly. But just because the numbers don't lie. But see, you can do that. You say one out of four, but you can still pick any four and they could still not have it. Well, yeah, but statistically, one of them does. But, but that doesn't mean that they do. See, see, it's, that makes no sense. But you kind of get where I'm going. Oh, I'm going. Uh, you're in denial. I get it. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. It's not like I'm gonna get it from my dad. So yeah, uh, that'd be really bad. <laughs> that'd be really bad. Where'd you get herpes? I don't talk about it. Well, it makes it makes family reunions very awkward. I was just assuming that you know you just had a hand me down from dad. Dad finished her off like, hey, it was like that scene from Fight Club. Like, hey, you want to finish her off? <laughs> no, um, not happening. But also, what I'm saying is, um, my dad is with a woman now. And my mom is with this guy, and 
for reasons that I hate, I know that they are sexually active um, because they just keep rubbing it in my face. It's fucking creepy. Um, but they do it. And uh, uh, not they do it. They rub it in my face. Um, but they also do it. I, just to I, there it. was a really easy joke. I was about I know, to make I was like, As soon as I said that, I was like, that's not what I meant to say. No. Um, but uh, and I'm assuming now they both like my dad loves my stepmother and my mom loves my stepdad. And like. I'm assuming it was one of those things where it's like, I love you. Even if they both had something, they would be like, I love you, that this, we're still kind of, you know, bang or whatever. But like, I still don't think it would be the case. I really want to say that's not the case. I don't know. A lot of people have it. I mean, I'm, I don't care. I'm at, I'm nor at, should you. No, I'm at 25, 25, 26. Partners? Yes. Okay, that's and that's well above the average, right? A hundred percent. I think the average is six, seven for men, four for women. So there you go. So uh, yeah. Um, now with that being said, I haven't. I don't have anything that you know of. No, I know herpes is asymptomatic in most men. But really, mm-hmm. in what capacity? Like, well, like, also, well, I've also gotten a fucking test though I've for been, herpes. Does it have to be specific? Yep. Okay. I might go in and get everything done. Get, You're like, get, oh, no. No, no, I don't think I do. But also, fuck, now I don't want to because if I do, I'm like, now I know. <laughs> ah. yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how many STDs are asymptomatic in men. Like, chlamydia only shows up 50% of the time hmm. with symptoms for men. Uh, gonorrhea is same case. I got lucky but also, when I got chlamydia that I had symptoms. But it would be symptomatic for women though, right? Uh, still not 100%. Hmm. Okay, yeah, well, that kind of destroys my backup plan. My backup thought, which is, if they had it, then clearly I would too. Unless uh, I didn't tell you. True, but as weird as it is, most of the people I've hooked up with, I'm still on good basis with. I still talk to semi-frequently. But good basis doesn't necessarily mean that they're comfortable enough with you to disclose that. They might just be fucking embarrassed. They took their fucking pills, they're done, and they're fucking embarrassed. That's true. But eh, I still, I don't know. You're like, I only fuck good people that are forthright and would tell me. No. You know, as weird as it is, and I know every guy says, like, you know, they always do the joke It's of like, you know, she doesn't have anything. How do you know? Oh, she's cool. Like that typical joke. Yeah, she's cool enough to let me inside her. Exactly. Well, no, not that. But just like, oh, I know she's cool. Like, I know she, she would tell me. It's like, I honestly think that the girls that I've hooked up with have been like that. There's only one, and it was second to last girl that I've been with and that one was questionable but I still don't here's an anecdotal story for you okay friend of mine sure friends of mine no these are actually (laughs) friends of mine were in a committed relationship for well over a year she knew she had herpes did not tell him it became an issue once he had a breakout right that's when it became a discussion and a, a whole fucking hole to do in the social scene in Chicago. Like, hmm. he flipped out. He actually trashed a bunch of her shit. And at the time, none of us knew why. We just heard the horror stories on social media about Why'd her. Why'd you burn everything? Because my dick's on fire right now. That's why. Yeah, like, he <laughs> he seriously, like, destroyed a bunch of her dresses yeah, and yeah. shit like that and freaked the fuck out. And all we hear on social media is her side, like, he flipped out. He broke a bunch of my shit. Six, eight months later, came out. Oh, he didn't know how to handle... That he had this super minor disease that she probably should have told him about. It looks like I'm going to go talk to someone, get some tests done. Well, and that's the thing with herpes. 
really, the only reason it has the social stigma that it does is because of pharmaceutical ads in the 70s. Yeah. You go to other parts of the world, you go to Scandinavian countries, herpes is just as rampant, and no one gives a fuck. Oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, here's a story. Um, I, <laughs> I was in Finland... Scandinavia, looky there. And, uh, <laughs> how does this story connect? Right the fuck there. Um, I was in Finland. I was studying abroad for my uh, uh, for school and uh, for my one of my uh, hospitality degrees. And I was over there. I had just broken up with my girlfriend. And uh, this is not one of the stories that we talked about prior, but it's just it popped into the conversation. So here we go. Um, but the other two stories also have to do with me studying abroad. So we'll get to that. But uh, so. Um, I was over there and I had just broken up with my girlfriend. Now we started dating in October and went from October to January 3rd is when I left. Now we started watching How I Met Your Mother together. Now in the first season of How I Met Your Mother, main dude Ted starts dating this girl named Victoria and he's like, hey, everyone says long distance doesn't work. We're going to make it work. And she locked onto that shit and I kind of did too because I loved her. I did. Um, her name's Caitlin um, and she's now dating an ex NFL guy or married to. He, was, he played for OSU. I can't remember. She definitely uh, has herpes. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I'm not getting sued. She, she didn't whenever I was with her. Um, so you think? Nah, it's pretty certain. Uh, uh, I digress. But uh, I went over there. That's what I was saying. So yeah, we, uh, what was it? Uh, it was, uh, September, October, November, December, January. So five months. We're only together five months and then I left. Um, but then I was like, hey, you know, whatever. And the, and, and the thing about it is we sat outside of her dorm for maybe an hour one day just kind of sitting on a bench just chatting and it kind of we were just talking about like do you want to date like this whole thing like what's the situation and also like we both know i'm leaving what are we going to do when that comes around you know and then we were also in the thing of like hey maybe we'll just hang out if we catch feelings we catch feelings if not then you know it's been fun and obviously we both caught feelings and so i left and then i was in it's march at this point, so January, February, March, it's been like three months. And then the reason and we were Skyping a good, uh, a good amount, uh, as often as we could. And I, I will say, I'm a fantastic boyfriend. This is what I did. Like, I, we were watching How I Met Your Mother. We had finished every episode up until, like, uh, that had been aired at that point. Um, and then they weren't going to start airing until the later half of January because, you know, that's how shit works. And um, so, uh, there was all these other shows and I was like, Hey, let's get into this. And that was that we were watching like white collar and burn notice and then Dexter, which is a very odd one to throw in with those other shows. But it was the stuff that the shows that I watched. I was like, let's try it. And she was, she's never a TV watcher. She never watched shows. Um, and then I was showing her shows that like have a, an a story and a B story. You know, they've got the, they've got the fucking, you know, the enemy of the enemy of the week. And then they've also got the background story. That's like carries from episode to episode. And, uh, I got her into that shit, and then so what I did was I mapped out a time from, like I this I had this whole Excel sheet of when I'm free, when she's free, when I'm in class, when she's in class. I fucking mapped everything out, did the time zones because it was seven hours difference. You're all about Excel, dude, dude, dude. I I was working on one today because I I've got a, a joke book coming out, and I was like trying to figure out like how much like I need to charge for certain shit versus other stuff, and figure out what like I'm gonna make, and like because. I'll aside this real quick because I just want to make it to where when whatever price I sell my book at after taxes, I make $5 per book, which is not bad. And I think the, the you know, it's, I don't think it's being greedy. No, no. After the work I put in and all I have, all I personally have to do is make $200 to make the money I put into it. 
not too hard. Not bad, not too hard. Um, so, uh, assuming you're not counting your time into writing it, and no, nah, not really, because like, uh, well, also the thing is like, usually when I go write is when I um for the longest time what I would do is I would like find a fact online or something like that, and then I would you know write a joke to it. That's all it is. It's just a fact and a punchline, and I just kind of like accumulated and put them in this book. Um, but uh, now what I do is like every other Monday is laundry day, so I'll go and do laundry, and while that's going. I'll just start writing jokes. I'll just like look for more facts and do all the stuff and just write punchlines so that I don't have to do it during the week. Um, but I digress. Uh, that is my Excel story. So, <laughs> so back to Scandinavia. So, boring. so back to Scandinavia. So we're dating. And oh yeah, that's what I did. I, I set up this thing and I figured out when we were, and what I did was I found out a way so that she could download the episodes that I have and all this stuff. And what I would do is we'd get on Skype and then I would say, all right, on the count of three, hit play. One, two, three, we hit play. So we'd watch the show at the same time, two different time zones were seven hours away, but I was still being with her and we were watching shows and keeping up like the relationship that we had. We'd hang out and watch TV and joke and giggle and stuff all the time. So I give, my, I give myself a fuck ton of credit because that's pretty clever in my mind. Um, so did that and then uh, we ended up breaking up. And the reason we broke up is because her family was pretty religious and uh, they're in oklahoma so that i mean bible belt kind of makes a little sense and uh so we broke up and the reason she said is because her cousin got um uh she was how do we how do i word this she's from california she was in oklahoma and then but she was living with her cousin and her aunts her aunt and uncle and her cousins and uh her aunt and uncle found out that one of her cousins um had had sex and then they were like blowing it up and they were like oh my god how dare you you're not married etc etc hey different people just it's their belief i don't agree with it but i will happily shut on that belief happily as will i but i 100 give them the right to have it because um, yeah, yeah i was about to say i don't think you were married 25 times were you well no but i've had more than 25 partners oh valid point so um I, that part i completely understand <laughs> yeah okay i get it now so um they found that out and then we were on Skype and she had said, hey, we have to, you know, we're going to stop having sex. And I was like, well, I'm also in fucking Finland, so that's probably going to not happen anyway. Um, so I was like, all right. And uh, I was, but also uh, what I said was, I was like, well, I'm kind of in Finland, but also I was like, this is going to sound so misogynistic, I believe, but I was like, either side, man or woman, you can say no for as long as possible. But once you say yes, that gate has been opened. I'm not saying I can, I'm not going to force you to have sex. If you don't want to, that's fine. But it's, I don't feel like it's completely off the table at that point. You know what I mean? Like if you kiss someone they're like, and you kiss them again, they're not going to be like, no, 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 that was a one-time thing. Like it seems, you kind of get what I'm saying? Like it could be tabled for the moment, but it's not completely off the table. If you're in a fight or something like that and they're like, I'm withholding some shit. Like that. Eh, well, no, that's bullshit. I disagree. Or, or, I agree and disagree. I mean, like, I feel like on either side. But Well, like, no, no one should be using sex or sexuality as a fucking weapon in a relationship. That's bullshit. I'll, I'll give you that. That makes sense. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, but, I'm not saying people don't do it. I'm just saying it's bullshit that they do. Well, I mean, like, well, yeah, I don't mean with sexual. I mean, it's just like in withholding it. It's just like, you know what? You know, we're fucking arguing. Like, if you're, like, in a serious argument, you're like, we're not together right now. We're, like, emotionally feeling it, so. No. That, I don't consider that withholding. I mean, that's a separation. Withholding it is, like, you know, the cliche fucking comedy where, like, yeah, I want to fuck him, but, you know, he's fucked up, so I'm not giving it to him. Like, right. Like, women don't want sex, too. Right, right, right. And then, unfortunately, some people see fucking pop culture and, like, oh, that's what you're supposed to do in real life. No, fuck that. <laughs> Talk about your goddamn feelings. That's accurate. So, we ended up breaking up 
So I was like, hey, I feel like I disagree with that. And that was, there was a couple things I disagreed on. She was, she was religious. She believed in a God and I am uh, sensible. And I, um, <laughs> so uh, we ended up breaking up. But the funny thing is I went back uh, to our college town and we fucked that summer. So I was like, <laughs> fucking whatever. So uh, if you're listening to Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, just a little sidetrack. Go. So was Caitlin a virgin when you were dating her? No. Okay. So she already knew what she was getting into. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the physical what act of sex. Like, she knew what sex was about. She had yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally, totally. She wasn't... Um, she wasn't so religious, like, oh, I'm saving myself for marriage. But honestly, I might have only been number two or three. Well, Maybe th- two. I think there's I absolutely two. nothing wrong that if your sensibility to say, hey, I want to only share my body with someone I feel is special. Right. That's well and good. That is well and good for your comfort level. It's a whole other thing to be like, the invisible man in the sky is going to get angry if I give you this pussy. That's accurate. <laughs> I don't think to put it that way. God, pussy, in the same sentence, seems very not nice. <laughs> Welcome to it, now we drink. Eh, there we go. So, uh, either way, so I was in, either way, broke up, and what I did was I went and I had, I had some Johnny Walker Red that I bought, and then I went to the, this closed grocery store and I was like, I'm going to go buy some Coke. So I grabbed this Coke and then th- this is just little details. They don't really matter, but I think it's just funny. And then um, I went, I came back and I was like, I had a little bottle of water um, and I was like, oh, we're about to go out tonight. So I, um, I'm going to mix in like, I'm going to put Coke in this thing, uh, whiskey and Coke or whatever um, uh, in this, in this uh, water bottle. And then I started drinking, I'm like, this tastes fucking odd. And then I look at the can. I was like, oh, it's vanilla Coke. Like it wasn't that bad. Honestly, try it sometime. Just do, do like a Jack and Coke, but try it with like vanilla. Because it just adds a little, just a little, eh, just a little, eh. It's not bad, but it just adds a little difference to it. I'm old. I drink whiskey on the rocks these days. That's fine. Roll with it. To each their own. But if you're... A, you put it in an iced tea bottle. Right. Okay. That makes sense. But if you're a Jack and Coke drinker, try it with like a vanilla or a ch- cherry. Just change it up. Might, might not be too bad, but I did vanilla on accident. So... Um, oh my God. Bring a flask to one of those uh, Coke... You know those Coke machines where you can select all the crazy flavors, like in the store. Bring a flask, boom. I'm into that. I like that. It's not a bad idea. I used to work at a place that they had those. I loved it and hated it. I was like, who needs orange Coke? That's so fucking random. But orange Coke and whiskey may be delicious. Uh, who knows? Who, who knows? Know. Audience, so. do me a solid. Do it. Let me know your experiments. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, because you can also do uh, fucking what? I've also heard that if you do diet Coke and whatever. It gets you drunk faster because there's less sugar in it. I don't. I. I uh, that's a random fact thing that I ran on, read online. I, I, we'll, I don't know. We'll, th- it, we'll throw it down with you know who knows. Quote science exactly. So we go out. <clears throat> I'm hanging with my buddy, uh, my buddy Luke um, and uh, Rika, and we're uh, with uh, this club called Monkey, and uh, it was cool. There's two stories, uh, and then this is the only thing that pissed me off about that club. It, uh, they had a shot there called Mango. Don't know what was in it. It was like fucking liquid heaven. It was so good. I loved it so much. Like you could have made me a fucking like chalice of that, and I'd have just been drinking all. It was so good. Um, but they had a, a fucking blackjack table in the corner, in the middle of a club, which is very odd. But it's you know fucking Finland, so I was like roll with it and um, go over there. And uh, oh, <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I got a thing, and then I'm going to preface, and then I'll come back. Sorry. So I'm playing blackjack, and the thing is, you know how at most blackjack tables, if you, um, what is it, if you uh, if you match the dealer? You push. Y- you push, then everyone keeps their money. Not over there. Dealer takes your money. It's f- fuck yeah, dude. Thank you. Fuck that. Dude, I probably lost 30 euro doing that shit. I was so fucking mad. Oh, and this is when the euro's worth a lot more than a dollar, too. 
I think it still is. Uh, it's 1.1 to the dollar last I checked. Okay. I checked Canada today and like, cause I'm going there in a couple months. Um, and it, it was like or 0.75 or some shit like that. Yay. Or no, strong no, no. dollar. Is it? No, they're, they're more. They're more. It's like 1.25. Hold on. No, there's no way the Canadian dollar is worth more than the US. I bet money it is because like I'm getting paid in the 600 area and I'm only making like 400. No, it's $1 to 1.31 Canadian dollars. Is that? So for every dollar, you get a dollar thirty-one. You're right. You're right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It's just, I was about to say, like the economy. I don't just, know what it's like right I, now. I, but I, know, I know what I'm thinking. I just whenever the math is you inverse it. I just, I get it's it. just it's that fucking currency math. But dude, I studied abroad enough in within a two year span that like anytime someone was like, oh, it's seventy euro, and I'm like, all right, that right there is about eighty five dollars. Like I just I fucking knew that math like the back of my goddamn hand. It was crazy. Um, I digress. So uh, this is gonna sound really weird. You're at the blackjack table. You're you pushed. No, 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 You've no, been no. robbed by fucking shady Finnish rules. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell this story as if I was kind of telling it on stage because I want to at some point. Um, I uh, This is going to be really weird. This is going to be really random. Um, I have a physical defect. I've got two. I've got a heart condition. But the other one is my big toe is slightly smaller than my next toe. It's very standard. It's not odd. A lot of people have it. And I'm really defending this because... Here's the thing. One year for fucking look that shit up. And I've read online, uh, again, a scene of picture, and it's like, oh, if, you, if your big toe is extra long, that means that you've got, like, Greek heritage. If it's, like, a little shorter, that means you've got Italian heritage, some shit like that. Um, again, I don't. it's online. Everything online is true, right? So um, this is the thing that my uncle did, this piece of shit. I love him, but I fucking hate him. So what happened was one year for Christmas, the motherfucker bought me toe socks. Oh, no. And he cut the big toe in half and sewed it. What a dick. And then I put them on and they almost fit. So that's the dicky part. It was like, and I didn't realize that he just gave them to me. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And he goes, do you look at them? And I go and look at them and I see that it's cut. And so I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, it, was, it was a great joke. It was a great present. So does that affect your balance? Not at all. See, fuck you. He does the same <laughs> shit. He's like, I don't understand how he stands Oh, God damn. I'm a hack. I'm still in uncle jokes. Yeah, I don't understand. It's not a dad joke at least. Right? It's cool uncle jokes. Exactly. Unquote. Probably not, but. So I digress. So hanging out with this girl and um, we, uh, or no, no, that's, I'm getting to that. So I'm hanging out, we're dancing on, on the dance floor, just dancing. And then kind of as shit happens, like I kind of see her, we're kind of making eye contact. And then I kind of shift from my group of friends to her group of friends, just kind of how you do on a dance floor. And uh, we're dancing and stuff. And then uh, again, kind of making, you know, just kind of flirting via dancing, not really saying anything. And uh, what happens is, uh, uh, beat it by michael jackson comes on and uh, this guy comes up and he's like he's like pushing me away and he's like doing it to the beat of the song which made it like really silly um but he was like beat it but he was telling me to beat it basically but he was like but he was doing it to the song i'm like that's not the way to do this like i you you lost all manhood and credibility right off the fucking bat oh my god it's got a con- name for your condition oh fuck off it's called morton's toe hate you so much <laughs> oh fuck read whatever i'm cons- i'm curious now continue with the story i'll mm. read and i'll present it to the audience and they okay so um we're dancing and everything and then uh, no i want you to be in it too buddy don't 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 I want i'm you, listening uh, are you're you, dancing are you reading and listening can yeah. you do both i may have had a couple hundred shows where i do shit like this all right hey you I, valid argument i digress so we're dancing and everything and then this dude kind of beat and i was like oh what the hell so i kind of switch back over to my friends and then she disappears um uh, exactly right but um 
so I'm kind of walking around and then I keep going upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, downstairs and then I go upstairs and uh, I see uh, I see her and I go, I walk upstairs like, hey, was that your boyfriend? And she goes, no. And I go, oh, well, because he was pissed. And she was like, yeah, I don't know. And we kind of start chatting. I honestly cannot remember what we were chatting about. I wish I could because it would make the story better. But we're chatting and then she's like, okay, well, you know, I'm about to leave. And I go, okay, well, it was nice talking to you. She goes, because she was like, she goes, I'm going to go home. I was like, oh, well, that's nice. It's nice talking to you. She's like, well, you can come. I was like, okay. Like, I'm not going to say no to that. Like, that's Fuck just, no. like, it's such an easy intro. So we go back to her um, apartment and we're sitting there and then uh, we're jo- I was talking about something. I was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like I play guitar and I sing, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, she was like, well, sing. And then I was like, let me see your computer. So I pull up fucking John Mayer on uh, YouTube. Hey. Hey, whatever gets the job done. Dude's got some songs and like uh, my vocal range is kind of in the range of a couple songs. I'm not hating on you getting the job done. And uh, I feel like you are. So uh, <laughs> No, like, no, I'm envious because I am tone deaf as fuck. I'm okay. Here's the thing. I'm not the best singer, but I know I'm not the worst. Like not the no, no. The worst is right fucking here. <laughs> right fucking here. As long as you know. Um, but uh, so we're sitting there, and then we start making out, and then we kind of go to the bed, and things kind of die down, and then uh, I was like, all right, whatever, and then uh, try to start it up again, but she's like, kind of, she's a little too far gone at that point, and then you know whatever. So uh, I just pass out at that at that point. Um, I go to sleep and like I was fucking hammered, but, uh, I go to sleep and then the next morning I wake up and I was like my, uh, I think my like shoulders were exposed, like my shoulders, head and neck and everything. So I was just like, fuck it. So I like pulled the blanket up just so I could like warm up. And like, so my feet were fucking in the cold at that point. I was like, I don't care though. My feet can stay cold. So I do that. And then she like sits up and she's like, <sighs> and stretches and she looks down. She goes, why is that one smaller than the rest of them? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I travel 6,000 miles to get away from this shit. She's talking about my toe. And I was like, fucking, I I was so mad. I go home, uh, uh, go to my flat, and I call my cousin and I go, I got a story for you. And you swear to God, you will not tell your dad until I can. She goes, what? I tell it to her. She falls on the fucking ground laughing. And I end up going, uh, going back home. And like the second day I'm home, third maybe, I go and I'm like, Uncle Chuck, I need to come over. Uh, I got to tell you and uh, and Chris the story, the, or this crazy story. And he was like, all right, Stephanie's told me you've got a crazy story, but I got to hear it. So I tell him and he like, he's sitting in his recliner and he just is just like, yeah, just fucking howling laughing. And I was like, yeah, I waited four months to tell you that you piece of shit, like enjoy it. Oh, it was like, so like, I know how it went from like Scandinavia herpes to that, but um there's that and but like i don't think i have anything but we only kind of made out and I, I so made, it might just be oral i i know i may have fingered her i don't know but like even you that, can't get hand piece. that's cool <laughs> yeah valid point listen i don't think you can i'm not a doctor good save oh i often tell my audience i'm not a doctor i'm not a scientist don't believe anything i fucking tell you <laughs> like medical facts like i don't know i google shit there's a lot of varying wild opinions like according to wikipedia to 22% of people have your condition. 2.9 to 22, that's a wide fucking I know, like, bad math. Like, bad (laughs) math there. One or all of people have... (laughs) This is fucking stupid. Maybe I'm the one with the fucked up toes. Uh, Maybe. I don't know, but it's like, it is a... Like, I know I'm not the only person that's got that. Well, obviously, up to 22%. Exactly. But here's the thing. It's not a weird thing. Me bringing it up makes it a weird thing. You know what I mean? Well, that girls can pick it out from, like... 
a hungover stupor? That makes it a little weird. You're a piece of shit, but you're 100% accurate. I hate you. That's fucking, <laughs> that's so true. Well played, sir. Well played. I'm just saying, I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, I've never been so hungover in the morning, like, and with it enough to be like, you have a, you have a defect. <laughs> you're well, defective. Well, also, like, an easy thing to pick out is, like, uh, especially if you have a chest scar, like, that would be much more prevalent. I was just about to say that. Like, if you ask about my, uh, I had open heart surgery when I was 16. Uh, if you ask about that, again, that's kind of, a, I mean, it's right there and it's easy. Like, I wasn't, like, I don't think anyone, like, would look at that and be like, oh, he's probably had, like, a crazy young childhood. And you were just like, I'm going to scar my chest and go down the middle. No, there's obviously a story behind that shit. You should just spin and be like, a lot of math and my heart exploded. There's a new one in there. What it's I, a pig's heart. What I did do. I didn't really do this. It was just me joking around with my buddies. It's like, I don't know if I still have the fucking scar on my side. I had a scar on my right side because I had a chest tube put in. Um, which, uh, what does that mean? No fucking idea. But I know that I had one. Um, but I joked about it. Well, the chest tube like removes oh, no, it's, liquid. It's underneath. That's what it is. I've got this tiny little hole right under my abdomen. That's where my chest tube was. That's what it was. Um, so I had this, and then I've got my main scar. And I was joking with my buddy, and I was like, dude, I'll just tell people that I got shot. That's where the the small hole is and they had to open me up to get it out and I, he was like oh that'll work and i'm like i never fucking used it but <laughs> i was like who knows i don't think that one that one will fly with anyone who's like you don't want to fuck anyone that that would work on yeah dude man i've had i've had a questionable one night stand only one out that, of 25 partners you've only had one questionable one night stand why? Why only one? <laughs> two, maybe. Um, Why only two? Because all the other ones, like... I've had a lot of questionable one-night stands, so... I'm trying to think, like... Hold on, let me grab my phone. I, I'm going to pause it real quick. I'm back. And he's back. back. Not that anyone kind of can tell. Um, so, uh, hey! Are, are, we pulling, are we pulling up the Excel spreadsheet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this comedian that I like, follow me back, go me. Ha, 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 ha. Guy named Brandon Vestal, he's very funny, go look him up. Um... But uh, yeah, if I can pull it up, uh, you know what it's. By the way, you know what the Excel spreadsheet's called? Yeah, just give it a guess. Like I'm curious what you bang think. sheet. No, it's just called girls. Simple enough. It's it, simple it, enough. It, it does. It, it explains exactly what. But it's what happens about. if you experiment with a dude? I'll have to make another Excel sheet. Or what happens if you have a threesome? Well, they're both gonna go in the same call. Like, and also I color coded each year. I. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, I'm if you have a, a threesome, like, if you have the Devil's Triangle, the non-drinking game version. Okay. You know, are you going to make a separate spreadsheet for, like, this is the threesome spreadsheet? No, it's still going to be in there, but, like, I would probably put them together and then I would comment. You just girls asterisk. Well, also, because here's the other thing that I've done is, like, whenever I did it, I, um, I put, depending on what the situation is, I put the years like, for my girlfriend in high school, it was, like, 2008 to 2009. So, makes sense. And then, uh, college girl, same thing. And then, uh, these other, um... Do you have a column for positions? No, but I... No, but I have done, uh... I have put in, like, if I was if I was using a condom or not. I think that makes sense, right? No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. The um, only other people I know who have an Excel spreadsheet like this are porn performers. This... About what? Say so, a lot of porn performers I know have a spreadsheet of everyone they've worked with. Mm-hmm. Just so they can, A, keep track of their money, B, keep track of if there is an onset transmission. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're the only person I know who does not do porn who does this. 
Who knows? We'll see what happens after this podcast, bro. Um, like I said, I'm adorable. Uh, so <laughs> Adorableporn.com, starring Andrew Rose. I think that's twink.com. <laughs> um, as sad as it is, I know what I look like. Um, so, uh, see, here's the thing. I'm going through this, and there's girls, and I don't know who they are. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm like, anyway. So, no, these are my... These are my um, these are my numbers and not my numbers. These are my columns, if you will. It's like in count and then like the number in the count. And the next one is the round because like I've, there's a couple of them I've hooked up with again. So when they just get a fresh entry, they do, but it's like, yeah, they're still, no, no, but they're still, but that doesn't up my number because it's this, they're still in the count. You know what I mean? It's the same. Oh, gotcha. So one number is the count. Then one number is, Okay. That, first round, second round, if whatever. Um, if there's any girls that have been with me that are listening to this, I, I, I mean, I'm a piece of shit, or I'm not. I don't know. Um, but either way, then it's the name, the year, or like the date. So what's the highest round count? Two. Two. Um, no one's coming back for thirds. Not yet. It's gonna happen, but um, uh, it just kind of hasn't based on um. Now the question is. How do the how does second round get quantified? So do you have to have a partner in between for it to be considered round two? Like your high school girlfriend is all one round. That's what I'm saying. I, if if it was multiple times within like a set period, I would count that as a round, if you will. I sound like such a fucking asshole. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> like, why'd you have to make me do this? Um, I didn't make you do anything. No, you didn't. I'm the one that uh, you volunteered this volunteered shit. this information. No, but I would say, um, yeah, if I was with someone for a few months and there was a few times within that month, then I would count that as the same because I would hope that they're not with anyone either. Okay, but so what happens if you were, you know, say you got a six-month thing, y'all are together for six months, you fuck one other person, one ho- like one night hookup, and then go back to that person. Is that now round two? Yeah, I would count that like that. Just just in the sense, well, yeah, I would. I'd have to just just because I'm analytical. <laughs> um, well, you're in luck. Adorableporn.com is not coming up, so it may just be free. What, what? Oh, yeah. See, I've got all these. Jesus Christ. I'm such a piece of shit. Oh, come on. 25? Whatever. No, the, I've got a goddamn Excel sheet, oh. and it's color-coded. And Adorableporn.com is for sale for $1,100. $1,100? Yep. Nah, I'm good. I don't have... Come on, that'd be the best comedian site ever. Like, come check me out at adorableporn.com and then have no porn on it. Uh, oh, by the way, since we're kind of going, we're kind of deep diving into this, I will tell you, um, uh, I'm in a dry spell right now. It's Hollywood and you're not rich. It makes sense. That doesn't matter, man. I was here two months and I got laid. Yeah. Once in two months. That's a dry spell. Nah, not, not for me. Like if, uh, this is my goal. I just, until I get married or if that ever happens, I want to have my number match my age. So I have to hook up with two more people or three more people by January um, for that. Listeners make this shit happen. Thank you. Go swing by the dojo of comedy. Ask for Andrew. Blow him in the sound booth. That doesn't count. Fuck fuck him in the sound booth. Well, that's, I mean, it's like all we have is curtains blocking us, but that could be fun. Um, Could be, would be. Depends on the show. I mean, like, I mean, if it's a dead comedy show. Yeah, and then, eh, eh. I'm like, why is Andrew making noises like that? Uh, 
Why are there four legs back there? It's so crazy, right? Can we open the curtain? No, go away. You mm. accidentally hit the God mic. You just mic it up over the PA. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad setup, though. I love that little room, dude. Uh, sorry. No, we're kind of getting into a little inside baseball. But uh, but yeah, no. Um, uh, last time I got laid was my birthday. Ooh, so it's about a, bit, a year? Dude, almost a year. Like, as soon as January. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. So go to South America, prostitution's legal. Nah, man, I don't, I would, okay, this is a funny story. Um, <laughs> I was in Chicago. Um, I was uh, in Chicago. I'm not going to say where I was, but I was in Chicago. Outside of that, I'm giving no details. I, I met this girl, and then we were talking, and then we ended up, um, we were kind of flirting and stuff, and then we ended up leaving. And when we left, uh, she was like, let's find a hotel. I was like, all right, cool. And the thing is, like, as soon as we walked outside, we started making out. I'm like, okay, Wait, we're fine. a hotel. So neither one of you, you don't live in Chicago. She doesn't live in Chicago. No, we live there. Okay. But family was there. Family, she lived with her parents at the time. I'm Did just, you card her? No. But no, she used to work at one of the places that I was at. So I knew that she was, don't, it's not one of those situations. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew she was of age. You're not um, like you Pulling that scene from Transpotting, like, are you her flatmates? I would really like to get that reference. I've never seen Transpotting. Yeah, uh, fuck me, I guess. Pass, okay. hard pass, but you fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, also, let's just do this. I've never seen that. I've never seen fucking Pulp Fiction. Oh my God, blame the whatever. Not that I don't want to, I just haven't. I will at some point, I just haven't. And people wonder why I should talk Oklahoma. Fuck off. <laughs> it's a great place. Mm. Sure it is. And you can't say that because my dad's from there, and he has seen it. So what are you gonna do? Um, it just depends. Different people, different things. Uh, Fucking cultural icons, cultural icons. How old are you? Thirty-seven. Okay, when did the movie come out? Nineties. Okay, how old are you when it came out? Not old enough to have probably have seen that. Okay, I shouldn't have seen it when it came out. Is what right, I'm right. Okay, well, dude, a I movie was... about heroin junkies. Eh. Oh no. Okay, I'm jumping back to. Pulp Fiction was 94, so I was 13. I saw it in theaters. See, that makes sense, though. You're 13. That kind of makes sense. You said it came out in 94? Mm -hmm. I was three years old. I'm definitely not going to see it. It's on Netflix. No, I... Is it? it I think so. If it is, I, 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 it's one of those things I know I need to watch, but I just haven't. But I have seen a, a shit ton of cult movies and stuff like that, so it's not like I'm completely fucking out of the zeitgeist of shit like that. I'm going to text Trevor and be like, you gotta, you gotta fix your guy. You can shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're gonna ruin my gig, bro. Like that would be great if I walked in and he was like, "Fucking go." You haven't seen the fucking. They open and there's the gold shiny. You don't know a goddamn thing. But how did I know that if I didn't know that? Because <laughs> it's been referenced about a hundred different things. It has nothing to do with that. I just I know certain things. I just don't know about that. Like I've and also I've seen the fucking motherfucker scene with you know with ezekiel and all the ezekiel um yeah but it's whatever. how it all comes together is no i again i need to see it i know that i just haven't it's two hours of your life no that's Do true it. That's streaming true. in your car you, well i'm driving exactly i <laughs> that goes to a conversation you folks didn't get to hear um but uh for instance like you probably have but uh okay i'm gonna ask a question and it's gonna i'm gonna say is it like this have you seen boondock saints of course okay oh uh, Real quick, just take a look at the wall over there. No, no, no. I've I've seen a shit ton of stuff. Is I is look, uh just look around the wall real quick. Okay. Look, take a real quick look around the wall. I knew you have an ass fuck ton of movies. That's not anything that I'm like super yeah shocked about. Uh, also, I, I watch a lot of fucking movies. No, that's good. I mean, reading would be better, but you have books here that you pretend to read, and that's fine. No, those and, are all my roommates. You have a roommate? I do. Oh, 
Okay, never mind. I'm not quite as successful as you thought I was. Oh, that actually, it kind of makes me a little happier. I'm like, this motherfucker, this is a great place. It's all on his own. Way to go. No, no, I have a roommate. Mm. Now that I think about it, in case, if by chance you were really successful, this whole thing would be in that separate room. Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. The so, studio setup would not be in the in the dining area. Uh, yeah. It's not... A, I like it, dude. You got a great setup. I said that earlier. But, uh... So, when I saw boondock saints for the first time i watched it and i was like well this is fucking different man this is just it's interesting it's got like a weird because they got the ahead of time back in time ahead of time back in time, just a little thing like of like fucking shit went crazy what happened and then they flash back and they show everything that happened instead of someone just going i shot a guy and they ran away you know what i mean like i'm still trying to figure out how you've seen boondock saints and not pulp fiction you were eight when boondock saints came out right i was i was in november of 2009 I was 18 when, it came, when I saw it. Okay, so it was 10 years old when you saw it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and it was because it was actually right after, because the second one came out 10 years later. Who knows Saints too. But then I... That was so bad. You didn't like it? I just... Uh, okay, the movie itself was kind of meh. But, like, it's one of those things that, like... I feel like even if they did a third one and it was fucking horrible, I want to see those guys again. Well, I want to see those characters, but that's why it's a soulless cash grab. Some movies don't need fucking sequels. Let's it, do this. What movie do you think got a sequel that you didn't think needed one? Highlander. Highlander didn't need its fucking like six sequels. Who, well, who? Did it really have that many? So there's Highlander. There's Highlander 2. There's a second cut of Highlander 2 that removes them being aliens. Because in Highlander 2, the first cut. Yeah, you're throwing shit in. I'm like, hey, aliens. That's yeah, they became mean. aliens all of a sudden. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. And then they did the renegade cut that were somehow removed all the mention of them being aliens. There's Highlander oh. three, the third, the final dimension. There's Highlander Endgame. There's there's wow. five or six. I love it's like the final dimension. Like, but we also got one more, <laughs> like two more after that. Oh, that's funny. There's like five of them and the series. I didn't know there's a series from the nineties. Oh, okay. Wait, when did Highlander? When did that come out? Eighty six, I want to say. Okay, let's. He's, he's googling now. I'm curious, or Wikipediaing, or IMDbing, depending on. However you feel. I always go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia is my go-to. I just Google it. Do it? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Google's kind of stepped up their game. If you just Google a little shit, it'll have like the just the poster and like the, the, the release date and shit like that. Exactly. It's not bad now. And the IMDb rating and the Rotten. Boondock says it's got 20% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that good? No. Hey, whoa. I don't know. I mean, no. I, like, I know. Well, here's the thing. I, what has gotten 100%? Get out. Did it really? Well, it got 100% and then someone talked shit and bumped it down to 99 somehow. But it really got 100 though? Mm-hmm. Wow. Is there anything else? Lady Bird was up there for a while. Okay, so there is movies that have like just been like, everyone's like, this is fucking great. I was right on eight, March 7, 86. Okay, cool. See, I didn't know that. I thought that most of them, this is just whatever, but I thought most of them were just like 50 and below because 100 in my opinion, with movies, would be everyone agrees that it's great. Right? Yeah, it would be a, quote, perfect movie. Exactly. And then zero would be no one likes this piece of shit. Yeah. But I figure everything would be 50 and below because at least half, you, you would assume half of everyone would not like everything. Get Out is that currently sitting at 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck yeah. But here's the thing. That's not, well, that's just based on people that rate everything. Well, that's based off critics. That's the critic... Oh, okay. I withdraw my argument, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Suits. I'm really um, uh, 
and lawyer mode very you ever, good you ever watch it i have not it's pretty good watch the first episode pretty good i'll like, have to check it out my, this is my favorite like i will i the first episode of suits first episode of white collar and first episode of burn notice all of them were usa now burn notice started first and then in the middle of like it was season three of burn Notice. go on you mean white man a team what are you talking about burn notice is just the a team i yeah i guess that is kind of true i never thought about that I don't care. Still good. But hey, oh no, I'm not disagreeing. In the fourth season, they bring in a semi-colored man, so it's kind of you know. But I'm just saying it's it is the A team. It's a fucking great show. I love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Did you watch it? Yeah, the whole thing. No. Oh, it's fucking great. I like, watched a lot of it, but and then I'm like, the last is, season I hated, but this is just the A team, dude. Hmm. Let me tell. Oh, let me fucking tell you. Without BA, there's no BA. That year was the worst year for finales because, um, uh, what was it? Burn Notice ended had a dumbass finale because it was like it was this whole buildup, and then it seems like they crunched so much into one episode and then dexter ended fucking terrible last episode and then what was the other one um fuck uh how much your mother ended in the same year and everyone hated the ending they hated the last episode well yeah because he went back to fucking robin spoilers yeah well, i was sure said spoilers he went back to robin but whatever you're, whatever it's 10 uh, years well, here's ago. the thing here's the thing no one can say that quick enough no one can because it's never like spoilers one Two, three, four. He went back to Robin. No one ever pauses to do it. They go, spoilers. He fucked the girl. And everyone's like, oh my God, how did you let me not give time to what this guy? Like, they know what, not you, but that's just like the way. It's the way of the world. It's, yeah, it's the way it works. Like, spoilers, they're fucking. They're like, oh my God, I had no idea. You didn't give me any time to fucking pause the thing. Why did Guess you? what? Like, if I'm spoiling something for you that happened 10 fucking plus years ago, fuck off. Wait, hold on. When was the end of Himium? It was 2014. The spring of 14. Oh, sorry. Almost five years ago. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. I, I just, again, I, I always, do you ever equate when something happened with a, like a time in your life? You know what I mean? Sometimes. Like for me, I, the way I remember it is like, I can remember my first concert was Linkin Park. And I remember that it was, Febu- I remember specifically, it was February 29th of 2008. Because it was my junior year. But I remember it was my junior year because that's when I started dating my girlfriend in high school. So it was like, I, I kind of remember that shit. Yeah, but the exact date? Is that in a spreadsheet or did you just remember? No, that? that one I just remember for whatever reason. Well, good on you. Shit. Yeah. Like, I, I have I, no idea I, why. I know what my first show was. What I know was the it? approximate year, but I don't remember the exact date. Actually, here. Go, um, go to Wikipedia because it'll show all the shows that have been played at a place. And go to um, the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Which is where it was. But it used to be the Cox Convention Center before that. Or no, not Cox. That was the other place. It was a Oklahoma City Arena. And then before that, it was a fourth center. Um, welcome to Oklahoma Facts that you had no need to know about. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was February 29th. Um, or 28th? Fuck, it might have... 23rd. Now I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm making you second guess yourself? No, 100%. It might have been the 23rd, but I think it was the 29th. I think it was. I think it was the last day of the month. It's crazy. I used to, I worked at that arena and then I worked at the arena across the street and fucking Zeppelin played there, dude. Yeah, it doesn't say. Doesn't have it listed. Okay, fine then. Google. I don't think the audience cares. I care. I want to know. You're 100% <laughs> right. So Lincoln Park, who else? Have I seen? No. At, well, at the concert? Yeah, who's um, the openers? Uh, Chiodos and Coheed and Cambria. Nice. It was, yeah. To date myself horribly, my first show was 
White Zombie, okay. Reverend Horton Heat, and the Melvins. Okay, don't know the Melvins. Heard of Reverend Horton Heat? He was. They did. They had a song on Guitar Hero. Um, and then Psychobilly Freakout. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then, um, okay, White Zombie. Tell me, do you know their story? Because it was something else, and they went into that, right? No, it was White Zombie. Then Rob Zombie went. There we solo. go. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Okay, there we go. Okay, cool. Yeah. White Zombie was the band first. Okay. See, I didn't know that. White Zombie was actually a band that was failing horribly. Until Beavis and Butthead made fun of their video for Thunderkiss 65, and then all of a sudden, like, they exploded. Wow. It was off their second album, La Sextorcisto, The Devil's Music, Volume 1. Okay. I got to see them on their third album's tour, which was Astro Creep 2000. Okay. The Melvins opened, which the Melvins are fucking classic. That was awesome. Reverend Horton Heat almost got booed off stage. Why? Because this is a metal fucking crowd. Psycho Billy was not exactly right. what everyone was into. Okay. And then White Zombie fucking killed. Okay. What is an album that you can go to and you always listen to it? Like, it doesn't matter if you're sad, upset, mad, angry, happy. You're just like, this is my jam. I don't have an album that I can go to no matter what. Really? There's an album that I can go to for most times, but I'm... Like well, Slayer, let's, let's do that then. Slayer Seasons in the Abyss is hands down a phenomenal album. I'll listen to that almost all the time. But if I'm in a depressive state, I'm not. Okay. I'm not really like, okay. I want to listen to some fucking metal. Then I'll go, okay. Unless I'm trying to get out of that funk. Cause You're sometimes- right. Dude, like, I, see, I can't even say that. I, like, I want to be like, oh, well, mine was bleh. But I can't even do that because I've got so many albums like that. Because, like, but do you equate certain albums i feel like everyone does uh, certain albums with certain times of your life if not certain albums certain tracks i do albums it's literally album to album i can go album to album i definitely have a bunch of tracks that like remind me of what of relationships like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and some of them are just really just fucking out there like they're bands i don't even regularly listen to but it's like that one track like re- reminds me of that fucking one relationship right see like i I don't know. And my, well, mine's not even, uh, it's not even always relationship based, but it's always, it's just time based. Like I remember, okay, my sophomore year of high school, me and my buddy, uh, there's this dude that I hung out with named Justin. And then, uh, he introduced me to my buddy, Josh and Josh has been one of my best friends, uh, since then. So that was in 2006. We've been friends, good friends for 12 years, give or take. 7, 11, whatever. So, long time. One of my best friends. Um, and when I started hanging out with Justin, he kind of, because I was at the time, I like, I is right when the iPod Nano came out. It was like when the second generation, the anodized colored ones, the pink, the blue, the black, all the shit, the silver. And uh, I had a blue one, it was four gig. And uh, the eight one was eight, or the black one was eight, because I remember these random bullshit things. <laughs> so, I, it's fucking dumb. And, the, and the, the silver one was two gigs for whatever reason I remember. So, I uh, I got a nano for Christmas. I started listening to music. My buddy Justin said, "Listen to this band, Bullet from a Valentine." And uh, at the time, like I, all the rock that I listened to was like the uh, ACDC and Metallica, like barely Metallica. It was like the light Metallica. It was like like Black Album on. Yeah, it wasn't it, it, perfect example, and it wasn't even Black Album on. It was like Black Album. It was like fucking uh, Sandman and like Sad but True. Maybe that's it. Unforgiven. 
throw that in there? Possibly. Possibly. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, nothing Else Matters. I will give you Nothing Else Matters because my buddy Brandon told me about it. And he like, it was one of the first songs that he showed me how to play on guitar. Um, so I uh, uh, did that. and um, But then he showed me um, Bullet and the kind of full circle weird thing. Um, Matt Tuck, the lead vocalist for Bullet, his the first album he ever listened to was the Black Album. So there you go. Uh, just kind of interesting. So I listened to that. And then um, I found out that Linkin Park was coming for that concert that I went to. And I said, hey, Josh, let, do you want to go to this? He's like, fuck yeah, I love Linkin Park. He goes, there's just one show, one song, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, cool. So I, I this is back when LimeWire was a thing. I downloaded all their stuff. And at the mm, time... Internet herpes. Oh, you got to fucking love it. Speaking of fucking full circle again. Look at that shit. Um, oh, dude, your computer was like, hey, man, uh, you don't want to do this. And you're like, I want to do this. It's like, we, do, we don't think so. Doctor says you don't want it. It's like, yeah, we're going to do it. Oh, I'm raw dogging that. Bitch. That's so fucking bad. I want that MP3. I'm just gonna stick it right in. Mm. Well, the funny thing is, okay, this is just how my brain works. Is like, I didn't think about because I just put like I had some of their songs, like I had maybe twelve of their songs. Not even that's probably like eight, and they were just like in rant. It was just Linkin Park. It wasn't even in albums at that point. Um, it was before I like got really into. Well, and occasionally you would get the the track that was mi- purposely misspelled so it wouldn't pop up on piracy. Like, dude, but I never thought about that. That makes sense. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that, but yeah. Um, uh, I'm old enough that I was in with Napster and then the progressive... Kazaa and then fucking LimeWire. Well, and- it was Napster, Kazaa, Audio Galaxy. Audio Galaxy was the best for... I don't the- think I ever used that one. I don't I know how it, it didn't right catch on, but Audio Galaxy was amazing mm-hmm. because it would recommend song like... It was like... Songs. It, it was- would recommend piracy. Like It was like Pandora prior to... Yeah, it's like, oh... People who pirated Eminem are also into this. <laughs> That's funny. I got so much obscure, random music from that. Was it good, though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good or bad. You know, I, I did my fair amount of piracy in the early 2000s. And then when I started working in music, I just stopped. Yeah. I still do it. <laughs> I can't complain. You're a horrible person. <laughs> eh, well, what are you going to do? I'm also a starving artist. I... uh what was I saying? So whenever that came around, like, uh, but I downloaded it, and then like at the time they only had three albums. It was Hybrid Theory, Meteora, and then uh, Menace to Midnight at the time. So it was in no. I think we bought the tickets at the end of November, so we had like December and January, something like that. So I had like two, three months. But I bought those, or I bought. It's not the right word. I got those albums. Um, you it acquired rhymes, it rhymes got bought you know you can see how I'd mess up and uh, so I got them and then I just listened to those things on fucking repeat I fucking listened to them and then I, by the time that concert came I fucking knew every song bet your ass I did like it was the coolest thing I'd ever done and I was like ah fuck yeah 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 and my girlfriend at the time it was dating me she's like why are you so into this I'm like it's my first concert leave me alone let me fucking be ah. my buddy Josh had been to like REO Speedwagon and fucking sticks and all this stuff with his parents and stuff I'm like this is my first one, you fucking asshole. Leave me alone. It's great. It's, it's my game. first time. Yeah, it was great, man. Be be gentle. It's my first time. Yeah, exactly. But it was fun. But like, so I can equate like Lincoln Park to that era. And then like, as soon as like right before, before that, like Bullet came out, Bullet from Valentine came out with their second album. So I listened to that. And then I went to their concert like after Lincoln Park, like four months later. Or no, it was their senior year. So it was like a year later. Went to that. And then for some reason I, you know, got into Avenged Sevenfold and then Cody and Cambridge. Just like all this stuff. Like I just, I remember specific times when all this shit kind of hit. And it's just like, it's always been like musical. always been like a, uh, it's, it's like a time capsule. Like I know that it is for everyone. They can be like, oh, I remember I was sitting on the swing with my boyfriend the first time he told me he loved me and shit like that. Like stuff like that. What was playing when he told you he loved you? Um, I, as uh, my girl 
It was great. (laughs) I hate you. I stepped into that one. (laughs) But you know what I mean. Like, for instance, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect fucking example. I had started to listen to two things. It was John Mayer's Continuum album, and then there's a band called Pierce the Veil, or from San Diego. And uh, do you know of them? I've heard of them. I'm not familiar with their music. It's I like it's each their own, but I like their stuff. There's a song called Bulletproof Love. And in 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 the song there's this one part where it's like it's right after the first chorus. It's like um uh, why'd you do this to me? Um, uh, you told me that you're bulletproof, but you're the one that shot me. And it was like right after me and my girlfriend had broken up. Ooh. And But it was also, I was in Finland at the time. So like I just fucking clung on to music, dude, because it was all I had. Like I had buddies, but I was like, music's my thing. Well, like heavy music is definitely very prevalent in Finland. That's true. Oh, the black metal, definitely, definitely. Not that they're heavy, but... Uh, Pierce, oh, black metal's heavy. Come on. Well, no, no, no. I meant Pierce. Pierce the Veil's not. Oh, yeah. But, but I get what you're saying. Um, and then, uh, so, I, uh, I I got into that, and then after that, it was... Um, I, we were going from... I was in a place called Turku, which is about two hours east of Helsinki. Um, and then, but we drove about eight hours north to this place called um, Revi. Revi? Something like that. It's in this place called Lapland. It's north. It's where Santa Claus lives, apparently. Um, got to see the Northern Lights. That was kind of cool. But on the way up there, I listened to this song. I was just kind of going through John Mayer's Continuum album. And it was a song called Dreaming with a Broken Heart. And I just kind of, like, it was just, I, I didn't even know it. And it was just like this random, this beautiful piano. Just dun, 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 dun. And I was like, all right, cool. And I listened to it. And then the lyrics, and he was like, I'm on a fucking bus full of people. This bullshit's got to stop. Oh, my God. Like, I was, like, freaking out. I was, like, crying. I was like, oh, no. And I looked at it. It was, like, Dream with a Broken Heart. I was like, yep, that makes sense. I agree. And I, I love that fucking album ever since. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Just random that both of those things hit, like, uh. And I, dude, I can remember where I was. I was on the bus for that John Mayer song, and I was at the bus stop waiting to go home after school one day. And I remember leaning against the bus stop, and then that those lyrics from Bulletproof Love came on, and I was like, fucking Christ, like, this is so accurate. Like, it just kind of hit me. I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you never know. You never know what is going to resonate with you, especially when you're going through a bad breakup. Right, 100%. Ooh, and I will fucking take this, like, uh, this is a weird little turn. Um, I was at the comedy store, and uh, 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 John Mayer and Jeff Ross are good friends, and Jeff Ross jumped in on my buddy Isaac's show, and John Mayer was there, so he kind of jumped on stage, and they were just fucking around. And then afterwards, everyone was like, John Mayer, can take a photo, take a photo. And I just was like, hey, John. And he, I was like, hey, man, I just real quick, I, I, Dreaming with a Broken Heart, love the song. And he was like, dude, thanks. Like, no one really says that, because it's, it's it's kind of obscure. Like, people it's on the B-side. Exactly. Well, it's something like that. It's one of those ones that's, like, further on down the line. It's not, you know, Your Body's a Wonderland, or it's not fucking, you know, uh, uh, Heartbreak Warfare, or any of the big ones that like everyone knows them about. Um, so uh, I said, and he's like, oh. it kind of took him off. Uh, he was like, what the? Thanks, man. I was like, yeah, just fucking love the song. It's a great song. And like, also not thinking, I'm sorry, fucking made me so sad one time. It was great, but I love it. It was so sad, like, but beautiful. Your art has emotionally resonated with me forever. But ever since that album, I've downloaded all of his shit. I love you so much, Sean Mayer, stealing all your shit. He's doing fine. Yeah, and this if everyone is, thinks that, he well, won't here's be. the th- here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is my argument against pirating or whatever. There's enough people that don't know how to do it that the artist will be fine. Here's the problem with that argument. Okay, go on. So it's not really the artist you're stealing from. You're stealing from the label. Correct. The problem when you steal from the label is the label is a business. Correct. The label 
needs revenue Correct. to be able to invest in acts that are not necessarily commercially viable. Right, but I still feel... Well, no, let me finish. Go, sorry, sorry, go. When their numbers are tight, because they're only making so much revenue, they can only bet on sure things. A band that they may discover that may one day be the next Rolling Stones, be the next John Mayer, they can't invest in because they can't take that risk. Correct. I get, uh, right. So that's what, you're, that's what happens when you hurt their profit margin. The executives are going to get fucking paid. The artists that you know are mm-hmm. going to get paid. What you're hurting is the potential future artists. Okay. Let's go where to put it. Never thought about that. I worked music. Like okay, I, yeah, yeah. I ran a record label for a little while. Really? I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, in the mid- I say that as if we've known each other for fucking years. Right. Like- <laughs> but I, I ran a record label in the mid-2000s, so I, I got a little bit of an intimate view of how the industry works. It's exploitive as hell. You're like, what the fuck? TLC is making 40 cents an album? You know, and it was a big controversy at one point. But- right, right, right. And the reason for that shit is the label needs to make those profits so they can reinvest those profits in other artists, right. artists that aren't surefire. At the end of the day, they're going to make their fucking profit no matter what you fucking do. They're going to find a way. That's why industry has changed where back when I was working in music, the label did not touch any of your touring money. They didn't touch any of your merch sales. These days, part of a label deal, take some of your touring money, they'll take a percentage. Oh, I've heard it. What's got 365 deal, right? Right, yeah. But then they've had to adapt. The executives are going to make their fucking money. All you are hurting by pirating is future artists. And it's part of the reason the Hollywood system sucks too is people pirating movies. The Hollywood system won't invest in unique screenplays that may or may not sell because they can't afford to take the loss. Okay. I'll give you that. Pause this. I have to pee. Of course. (laughs) I care. So we're back from break. As I was saying, about to stay off mic and was demanded that I stay on mic. Part of the reason I hate the Hollywood system these days is the corporations won't take risks on things that are not necessarily 100% winners. That's why we see so many comic book movies. That's why we see so many adaptations. That's why we see so many needless sing- or needless sequels because they're more likely to make generate money because okay. at the end of the day, it's show business. These motherfuckers have houses to pay for and second wives to pay for. <laughs> and first. Who pays for the first wife? That's for love. Alimony. Bad prenup. Mm-hmm. Mm. Would you I get a prenup? Know. What? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't. I don't, dude. I've never. That's a no. I've never. I don't know. I honestly, I've never been in this situation because also, like, are you talking about for me or for her? For you. You're the only one who can speak for you. Yeah. Take half of my amp. Yeah, you have an amp now. What happens if you drop a fucking million-selling book? If you make a five-dollar profit. On a book that sells a million copies, you are now a multiple millionaire. Right. But, okay, well, here's the thing. How many billion people are there on the planet? Seven. There are seven billion people on the planet. So How small of a percentage is one million people? Seven billion, so that's a thousand million, so it'd be 0.01? Right. Sure, man. Not many Wh- people. Whatever. Eight million people download Rogan on average. Hmm. Well... On his good episodes. I don't think it's that much. Uh, there's been some episodes where he, he has done... Well, a them. few of them, but I don't think this is average. Okay, still. Not um, to, I'm not like, no, motherfucker, you're wrong. I don't... Okay, still. Like, I don't, a million people probably download him on average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere around there. Selling a funny book, you might be able to sell a million copies. I hope. That'd be fun. Still, you sell a couple hundred thousand copies, you're still a millionaire. 
where are we sitting at? Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. If I sell 100,000 and make, I, I need to sell 200,000. 200,000 copies. To make a million, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd be saying now. Exactly. That's not that many. In the grand scheme of things, that's not that many. Right. And then someone you fucked that you're now in love with that your brain chemicals convince you that you can't do without takes half. Well, here's the thing. I guess it would also boil down to like, were they with me before or after? Either way. Well, I mean... God damn, that's good. I don't know, dude. Like, I'm, I've kind of like gone to the thought that like I don't even know if I'm gonna get married because women keep leaving me. Uh, <laughs> All the more reason to get a prenup. No, exactly. Well, I mean, like, yeah, no, yeah, probably I'd get one mainly because it's like I know that I'm working for something, and if you're not, you probably shouldn't marry her. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Well, here's an well. I'm not even gonna bring that up. No, 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 you can't just tease us like that. You can't just be like, "Oh, we're playing no, just the tip." No, no, no. It's like, it's like I don't know. It's like my dad and my stepmom. It's like my 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 dad kicks ass, and he he like he take her takes care of my stepmom. Um, and he's like, "Hey, you're kind of good. Don't just I got this. I don't know what their situation is like. I, I, I with you know prenups and all that bullshit. Um, but uh." I don't even know where I was going with this, honestly. That's the only thing I went to. I went to my dad and my stepmom, and then I don't know where the fuck I was going. What were we talking about? Prenups. Oh, I knew that, but there were, I was saying something. I'm not a mind reader. I can't tell Oh, no, no, no. But it's like, also at the same point, is like they both still work hard. So I feel like if... Well, if they both work hard, isn't she entitled to what she fucking worked for in the end? Because if she's more successful and you have a prenup that says you get to leave with what you came in with, do you think it's right that you take half of what she's fucking worth if she's more successful than you? Depend. I say it depends on the situation because I do have to say, I do have to say, if there are kids involved, maybe like if make a clause for the kids, then make a a clause. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in the sense of like, so if if the mom worked all all time, but the dad took care of the kids, that means something. That does mean something. Even if dad still did work, but if dad took care of the kids 90% of the time, mom only did that 10%, I feel like that is something because that still is a job. You still have to make sure that the family's good. Now, if it was just man, woman, no kids involved, obviously it's kind of a little more cut and dry at that point because it's like, if you didn't bring anything in, you really don't deserve anything at that point. Well, and even if you brought your own shit in, isn't it more fair that you get to walk away with what you brought in? Oh, easily. I would say that. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I do this, if I announce this book and I'm like, hey, whatever, and I make so much money, and then at that point, people or women are like, oh my God, let's get on. Which I wouldn't just be like, let's get married right now. Well, what, what happens if you're like, you have a really well selling book, you fucking make, you know, a ton of money, and you end up hooking up with uh, Nikki Glazer, a fairly well to do comic. She probably has some money in the bank. She's on Dancing with the Stars. She's doing pretty well for herself. Mm hmm. And you two were involved. She probably has more has more finances than you do. Wouldn't it be much more fair to have a prenup? And then if you two split, she got to leave with everything she came with. Why are you owed shit of what she has? I agree with that 100%. Because also at that point, well, if it's something in that regard, even, okay, I came in with a million, she came in with 10 million. Like, throw numbers. Yeah, we're just throwing numbers around. I came in with a million, she came in with 10 we divorce. Okay, we both make five in the middle. Whatever. Cut that between the two of us. We both get 2.5. She's sitting at 12.5. I'm sitting at 3.5. I'm still doing all right. 
I'm not hurting. I'm not like, even if I still was here or if I moved to fucking Oregon or wherever, or like it was cheap as fuck to stay, then like, I'm still, I'm doing all right. Like, I mean, even in, fuck, a million dollars in LA is, you could, you'd do all right. You could still live kind of frugally and still make a million dollar stretch. Damn right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying that as like, oh my God, you can make a million dollar stretch. But like, you could. It's not that hard. You just got to, you know, live a little frugally and make sure that you're still working to make more money. Yeah, just don't live like an asshole. Exactly. Like in an apartment where you have... (laughs) Oh, I'm not a millionaire. Come on. Oh, I know. Um, But uh, Everyone knows. You would have someone answer the door for you. Uh, (laughs) Instead of like, it's open, I'm smoking cigars. That was nice, though. I did enjoy the cigar, buddy. That was nice. I can't believe I had to twist your arm to get you to smoke one, but... Well, it was just... I didn't... I Honestly, I, my biggest thing with smoking, I was like, I, I, I don't want to seem stupid. Because, again, like I said, I listened to a podcast, and they're like, oh, you got to do it like this. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the right way. I don't want to seem like an idiot. I want to be the dummy that doesn't know how to smoke a cigar. <laughs> Back to the prenup thing. It's just, you know, if I get married, hell, the one time I almost got married... Part of the reason I didn't get married is because I couldn't get a prenup done. Right. Who had more money? Oh, me. Okay. Definitely me. And she was like, fuck that. No, I just... my lawyer. Let, let me rephrase that. He was like, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> no, my lawyer was in rehab and didn't answer his phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> well, these are the things that happen when I get drunk at AVN and almost marry a porn star. Who? Can I ask? Yeah, certainly. It's very well advertised on this show. I almost married Zara Angel. She's a Burning Angel performer. Um, okay, I have to look because I don't know who that is. I think I've seen the name. Very nice girl. We're still friends. It was just that's good. That's good. Literally, like we got drunk at AVN and almost got married. <laughs> what is Andrew doing? Well, he's going into Google and then he's going automatically into incognito mode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been watching porn for just a little bit. Even while super drunk and almost getting drunkenly married in Vegas, tried to get a prenup done. That's funny. I'm a good Jew. I mean, I'm a really bad Jew, but I'm a good Jew in some respects. My phone's telling me to do my random fact of the day. As Andrew is Googling people I have had sex with. I didn't need to know that part. I assumed as much, but I didn't need to know. I'm not going to marry someone I haven't fucked. Like, who does that? (laughs) Who does that? Christians? Well... Yeah, because I'm obviously a good Christian boy. Okay. What are you going to do? She's cute. I'm assuming she like was her personality was nice. Oh, no. She's a great girl. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It was just literally just a shit show. I've told the story on air a couple times, so I'm not going to bore the audience right. with it. But yeah, couldn't get a prenup done. Yeah. <laughs> Go to McDonald's. Dude, give me a bag. <laughs> I keep my shit. You keep your shit. Will you sign? No. God damn it. Please, I want to marry you. <laughs> She proposed to me, to be fair. Well, that's sweet. That's kind of sweet. Well, the proposal was, this is my first trip to Vegas. I should have a quickie wedding. And I went, fuck it, I'm in. Did you say AVN? Yeah. When does that take place? January. When? Like the second week of January. Are you going this year? Maybe. Fuck. God damn it, I'm going to be back home. Oh, you gone fucked up, son. No, I, sort of. But I mean, like... I'm kind of working some shit, so maybe I come up with some orders. We'll see what happens. Eh, it's, um, it's not I, that I, exciting. Well, if you know someone that can do something, it might be fun. I don't know. You could be like, "This is Andrew," and they'd be like, "He's adorable." Let's fuck him. You don't know. Oh, it it very well could happen. It this right. is just would be my tenth AVN, and I'm just 
sort of over it. <laughs> Second week, yeah, I'm going to be home. Fuck off. Not that I wasn't like, you know, hoping on it. I was kind of hoping on it. <laughs> I spent most of last year fucking just podcasting in the media room all week. Oh, well, at least you got pro- uh, fucking content out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm o- I'm kind of over it. It's just one of those things like, meh. Who's the most popular porn star you've met? Or famous or whatever, however you want to put it. Um, That's a toss-up. Tegan Presley is a friend of mine. Okay. Um, She toured with Alexis Texas a lot. She's, she's got a scene with uh, Johnny Sands and Rachel Starr. I'm a big fan. Just saying. All right. Uh, Lexi Bell. I've been around for a while. So That's fine, buddy. I'm not knocking anything. It's fine. No, I, I just, I don't want the audience to feel like, oh, no. Matt's just here sitting here name dropping. Well, the funny thing is like, also like, I've joked about it with my friends. Oh, I, I've, I, I've joked about it in my head about being with my friends is like, it's, it, it, it's okay to talk about porn, but when you start bringing specific names in and they're like, oh, I know her. I'm like, this is fucking weird. Like you also know the same chick. Like it's just, I don't know why. But in my head, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. Well, welcome to my world where I don't masturbate to anything that contains someone I know in real life in it. <laughs> so you just jack off to men? <laughs> European girls. A lot of European okay. girls. Like, don't know many people in the Euro scene. There's going to be uh, some UK girls that are fine. Sophie D, she's all right. She's oh, I know Sophie. Oh, you're so-, <laughs> so not her then? Okay. No, because Sophie lives in L.A. I didn't know that. Well, obviously, I'm assuming she shoots for browsers and shit like that, so she has to be. Well, she lives in LA, and occasionally, like, she'll pop up like under her real name on like my Bumble and shit. I'm like, (laughs) that's funny. I know I'm super not your type, so I'm just gonna swipe left and save this awkwardness. Here's some funniness. I, uh, I, (laughs) whatever. What are you gonna do? Um, I, uh, this is Andrew being real. I, uh, there was ah, fuck, what was it? I was uh. I started following Kendra Lust and Kendra Sunderland. Oh, Kendra apparently is a great name. Uh, I know both of them. Uh, well, I don't actually know Kendra Lust in person. I just done a lot of work with uh, the agency she owns. So, what Lust Productions? No, or? Society Fifteen. She's one of the owners. Oh, okay. Yeah, and no, she posted something the other day. Like, if you're into whatever. And I'm kind of joking, but kind of serious. Part of me wants to like apply and do all this stuff just to see if I could do it, and then be like, I'm good. I just want to know that I can make the fucking cut. Real quick. Go on. Are you good with getting an erection, maintaining an erection in a room full of people and having a camera guy possibly standing over you and sweating on you while you fuck? I don't know. I've never been in that situation. Do you think you can? I maybe. Who knows? Have you gone to sex clubs and banged in public? No. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Speaking of herpes. <laughs> oh, speaking of herpes. The adult industry doesn't test for herpes or HPV. I'll be a comic. I'm all right. <laughs> I, I did what I could. That's, thanks, for, thanks for the audition, bro. It's all took. Like, <laughs> let me just shit on your dreams real quick. No, you're good, bro. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to shit That's on your fine. dreams. No, I just want to do a comedy show where... Because a lot of porn stars go to comedy shows. For oh, what? yeah. Because... What, they're not people and they don't want to be entertained? 100%, exactly. So, well, the funny thing is, like, someone pointed out this joke the other day. I can't remember. Fuck, I cannot remember who it was. But someone was like, by the way, just because they're a porn actor doesn't mean they're a porn star. Get it the fuck straight. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so there are two schools of thought on that. Right, go on. You have an expert opinion in this, so go on. I'm curious. So one school of thought is 
just because you've done porn doesn't make you a porn star. Mm-hmm. There was another school of thought of if you have been in porn, you have starred in a porn, you are a porn star. Yeah, I guess, but you could also roll that with movies. I'm just saying, these are the right, two. No, 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 like, no, no, no. I'm not knocking it. I'm just like, that's like a good. These are the two school of thought. Okay. I'm really apathetic either fucking way. Call yourself whatever the fuck you want. Right, right, right. If you want to call yourself a porn star, you want to own that shit, you want to be like, I'm a porn star. Cool. Yeah. I'm a okay with it. Sell that shit. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. All right. I give you. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I'm just. I don't know. It's entertainment. It's show business, <laughs> just like anything fucking else. Mm. Go I off. just. I just want to do. Sorry. Go on. No. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was gonna say. I just want to do really good on stage one time where I'm gonna be like, let's fuck. I'm like, all right. And then they could be like, you could do this. I'm like, it's all I need to know. <laughs> Seriously, if you really want to see if you can do it, go to sex clubs. See if you can fucking publish. I, I don't. I don't want to do that. Because what if I run into a buddy? He'll high five you. I, I don't. You're know at the same club. That are they here? There's some in town. I'm assuming there would be. It is L.A. That kind of makes sense. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I feel like this conversation is going to go crazy if I keep talking. No, keep talking then. Keep talking. Drink up. Keep talking. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. Okay, I'll put it this way. I'm not super well hung, but I also know that I've seen porn where I'm hung better than the guys in the show. Or film or whatever you want to call it. Not that that means everything. It does not. But it means something. In my opinion. I mean, fucking my opinion. Well, least. no, it does. It does because do you know what the point of male talent is? No. To be a fucking prop. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. You are there to make the girl look good. Right. You yeah. are going to have sex that is not necessarily comfortable, that is aesthetically pleasing. Oh, yeah, because you know I've thought about that. Like I've seen some scenes and I'm like, he's just sitting there. He's literally just fucking sitting there. I mean, he's not not enjoying it, but he's not like enjoying it. Like he may not actually be enjoying it. Like he's sitting there going, "Fuck, I gotta tweet this later. I gotta text that girl. Fuck, oh no, I gotta go to the bank on Tuesday. Laundry's on Thursday." <laughs> How many times have you fucked a girl and been like, "Open up, open up"? Wait, what, what does that even mean? See, opening up means like exposing yourself so it's a good angle for the camera. A lot of sexual positions in porn are aesthetically pleasing, not necessarily, not necessarily pleasurably pleasing exactly. or whatever. Right, right, okay. They're not necessarily pleasurable. It's about it being aesthetically pleasing for the camera. Okay. So when a girl does reverse cowgirl and she is in this wide fucking stance so you can see penetration, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the best for everyone involved. Right, because I guess technically if you're doing Can you imagine just doing private. a bunch of wide squats? Well, also, yeah, but also like if, like now that I think about it, if I've ever... I had a girl that reverse cowgirl. She was just like literally on her knees up and down instead of like standing up. Right. Instead of doing like this wide squat. Exa- okay. That makes sense. Or do you know how fucking obnoxious it is to try like spoon fuck with a leg up in the fucking air? <laughs> no, I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> you're the one holding her fucking leg. Well, you know what? I'd be all right with that. At least I don't have to be the girl like, like, like. I should have done more leg days. My leg's getting tired. I need more stamina. Right. But all in all, porn sex is not real sex. Right. And there's a reason I've never wanted to be male talent. Just never a job that was appealing to me. I would love to do uh, a... (laughs) This would be funny. I'd love to do a series called Make Me Come. And it's just like blowjobs only. Like, go. 
which I know there are some, but I mean, like it's also, but those are also like overproduced and it's in the sense of like, it's just like they continue. It's just like this and this and this, and then they switch positions and they do this. I'm like, no, 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 just me on a couch. Fucking go. Hey, you could make it happen if you, <laughs> that's what you really want to fucking do. My buddy, Brad Knight, former guest of the show has a whole series of just blowjob scenes. Like he won or at least was nominated last year for like best blowjob compilation. <laughs> Wait, did he make the compilation? Oh yeah. Okay, that's good. Because you know there's like the compilations of like the girls that just get just on continually and I'm just like they didn't make that. Like did they deserve that? Not that there was be a award for that. There might be, but who knows. It's hard to keep track of all the fucking awards. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, that's what I was going to say. Um earlier, so I was following Kendra Lewis and Kendra Sunderland and I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, and then like Kendra Sunderland was like, "Oh, follow me." And I was like, "Who's going to follow? Who's going to pay to fucking My name's Andrew." And uh I did it for a month. <laughs> it's all right. I was a fan. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Support sex workers. Support yeah. porn stars. Not a problem. They're here to make fucking a living too. Shit. 100%. I don't, I don't knock it. Dude, okay. My friend Rick was in Vegas and he met a cam girl who I can't fucking remember her name. It was something bunny. But I, he was in Vegas. Met this cam girl and he's like, dude, she was like a $3 million house and she's 22. I'm like, huh. Like, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, no, there's fucking money to be made. I and, know a couple cam girls that are very successful who do very well for themselves. And then also, like two week, maybe a week later, he was just like, oh, look who I ran into. I'm like, I gotta hang out with you more. If she saw me, she might like me. Fuck. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm a hundred percent playing into like she could like me. Who knows? We can have a life okay. together. Serious, serious question. Mm-hmm. You meet a porn star. You meet a cam girl. You guys hit it off. You guys start a relationship. Are you okay with your significant other getting fucked by other people for a living? I don't know. I wouldn't know that until... Then don't get involved. Really? If the answer is not a hard fucking yes, don't get involved. You are potentially ruining your life and hers. You think so? Yeah. I, I say that as if, you, as if you don't have the fucking experience. No well, no, I'm just saying. Done this. If you start dating a girl and then all of a sudden she's like, don't write jokes. Don't perform. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with you being on stage. Okay, I f- there's a huge fucking difference. Though. How so? How so? <laughs> How so? You set me up, you son of a bitch. It's a good call. Okay, because me... <sighs> I, I, see, I, as soon as I say something, you're going to have a fucking retort for it, so I'm just going to stop come on all, with it all i want to say is like well me writing jokes doesn't involve another person even though technically no. even though technically what they're doing is a job so i do have to understand that i do understand that what they're doing is a job and there's no f- emotional attachment to it let me phrase it there shouldn't be emotional attachment to it doesn't mean there's not there might be slight but and mind you okay i've only been cheated on once twice once that i know of twice the second one maybe who knows i don't know but well to side note in my mind if you're convinced you were being cheated on you were cheated on because i don't know here's the thing i'm I'm not convinced i've just heard secondhand from secondhand if you believe it happened it's already had the emotional impact that it actually happened Mm, not really here's my thing because i didn't find out about it until like three years later well, then it doesn't fucking matter either way. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. So at that point, it really doesn't matter. But I, I, it's still in my head. I'm like, did she? 
If she did, I'm gonna be, like, I'm not gonna be like <sighs> fucking mad, but I'm gonna be like the fucking bitch. Like I'm just gonna be like irritated about it. I'm like, eh, yeah, fuck. She lied to you me. You shouldn't lose a fucking wink of sleep. No, I wouldn't it. lose a wink of sleep, but unless I started thinking about it right before I went to bed. Because I do that all the time. Like, I'll go to bed and I'm like, I gotta do all this tomorrow. I need to stop no, thinking and go to sleep. Honestly, if it wasn't while you were in the relationship, you should have given no fucking thought to be like, whatever. It's in the past. That relationship is over. No. It's over for a fucking reason. No, it is. But like, I'm also curious. It's one of those things that, like, I just want to know the answer. Do I you sh- really? I do. Why? I, I, what does it accomplish to know the answer? Because I know. So? I just, I like to know things. Do you really want that answer? Do you really want that answer? That's a 50 50. I don't want, want to, but I don't want to. <laughs> if it's not hell yes, you don't want that fucking all right, answer. All right. All right. But back to. Mm-hmm. So you're involved with a woman who's like, no, I don't want you to perform anymore. I don't like how. I don't like you on stage or whatever. Whatever crazy bullshit reason they don't want you to do your fucking job, your artistic freedom. Okay. Should you be involved with that person? No. No. But also, uh, there's not a stigma attached to comedy. Oh, there's no stigma attached to comedy? Are there's, you kidding? Uh, not really. There's oh. No, there's, never, there's never been like a comic that's like gone up and then everyone's like, oh, he's fucking someone else or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I mean, chuckle fuckers aren't a thing. No, no, they are. But when it comes to that, that, yeah, that, that still gives... See, this is, again, like it's it, it's a... It's a it's a weird flip of shit because, th- God damn it, they're chuckle fuckers are real, because I fuck some, but like, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. But also, I've never been involved with someone when I've hooked up with someone. Right, that was one. But Mind guess you, what? They are just doing their job. Their fucking job. They're, they're, and they're doing what? the job that they were doing when you met them. It'd be a whole other discussion if they jumped into it in the middle right. of a right, 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 yeah. But this is what they were doing when you met them. So you have no fucking right to tell them, hey, this no. is how you earn your fucking living. This is probably why I was trying to do in the first place. True. But if it was me in that position, I don't think I would be like, hey, stop doing that. I would be like, okay, I didn't realize what I was getting into. I'm going to have to break this off. That would be on me. Because then I would flip it. Not, not to be like, hey, I'm the winner or whatever. But I'd be like, hey, I thought I could take it, but I couldn't. This is on me. See, it's one of those things that you should be fucking certain of before you get involved because there's going to be emotional distress on their part too. If they're really fucking into you and Mm -hmm. trust is a little thin between performers and non-performers because of shit like this. Okay. So you're just being like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm cool. Oh, I'm not cool. You are now potentially emotionally fucking up that person because of your insecurity. You know what they did before you got involved. It's true. So if you're not 100% down with it, don't get involved. How did we get on this? I'll have to play back the tape <laughs> to get to that point. No fucking idea. No, I got all good. super preachy I'm, all I'm, of a no, sudden. No, you're good, dude. No, no, you're making legitimate points, and I get it. Like, But yeah, and I guess technically if I was like, okay, I thought I could get into this, and then I can't, then once, if I were to back out, then that fucks them up emotionally. That is potentially, true. potentially. But, no guarantee, but... Uh, right, it potentially fucks them up emotionally. And I, I wouldn't want to do that to anybody be it a fucking veterinarian or a nurse or a fucking porn star or whatever the situation is. You know what I mean? I mean, for example, like back when I worked in music, I definitely know some girls like who were all about dating a rock star when it was until it was time for a rock star to go fucking tour. Mm -hmm. So she might be well and good with dating a comedian until it's time for you to go on the road to go open for somebody. Right. And then I'm going to be be gone for 10 weeks or whatever. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, what would you respond to? A, you know, your significant other be like, "I'm not cool with you touring. I'm not cool with you pursuing your fucking career." Right. Well, okay. Well, goddamn. See, this is such a fucking sticky wicket. Like, it's hard to just because sex is involved. I, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. It is because sex is involved. And I don't want to sound like the guy that's like, all right, just because sex involved, like, it does make a difference, even though it's their job. I understand, but I also don't understand at the same time. Like, Silly question. I Go on. Does making out with someone mean shit? Depends on when. When does it mean shit? If you weren't filming. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so adding for, a camera makes it important? Yes, because like if you're doing like okay, for instance, like <clears throat> um, so you're saying an actress who makes up with someone on camera, like in a mainstream film. Exactly, that's what I'm getting at. That makes it important. No, 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 but it makes it like exactly. It makes it. I don't know. It makes it seem like more of a job. And I'm not again. <laughs> don't freak the fuck out, people. Like I'm not saying that doing porn isn't a job, and I get that. But it's just. It, it's that's a fucking emotional minefield, dude. It really is. Like for me, some for someone that's not in it at all. Well, yeah, and if it's an emotional minefield, don't walk into the minefield. Right. Like it's clearly marked minefield. Valid point. Why the fuck would you walk into it? You're good. Uh, because it looked dope in Bad Boys too. Yeah, it looks dope. <laughs> it's like, hmm, that minefield's got. got some fat titties. <laughs> I just want to hook up with some poor stars. That's all I want to do. Hooking up in. Being in a relationship are two separate things. You're the one that went relationship status. I did not do that. Well, sometimes right? hooking up does re- lead to relationships. That's very accurate. So I've been told. True. But if by chance someone... Well, because yeah, you were saying like me. People don't necessarily have to like you to fuck you. When did I say that? Did I say that? Yeah, and you're like, I hope that she likes me. I'll play it back and for you if you really... No, no, I meant like me like, like a comic in the sense of like, oh, I like your personality as a person, not like, like I me, like, like you. Like, in the, like because, me, like well, me. Well, because there, yeah, exactly, there's the same, there is a difference between liking you and liking your energy. You're right? Definitely. Would you agree with that? Oh, exactly. yeah, 100%. Because, like, 100%. Like, you could be a fucking rock star, for example. Like, for instance, I saw the drummer of fucking Three Days Grace back when I was working in Oklahoma. He walked on the bus and there was like six girls following him. If this is you, I'm fucking sorry, you shouldn't have fired Adam. But uh, he's my favorite, one of my favorite singers. So, uh, <laughs> but either way, so like I saw that and I was like, all right, so like there's a different little. Well, yeah, they, those girls don't know that dude. They exactly. know nothing about him. They know that they were entertained by him and they want to be near that entertainer. Exactly. This knew the energy. They're like, that right. motherfucker was on stage. He's got to be somebody. Like, kind of like. If I was on stage somewhere, like I've not the okay, I have only ever been on stage once, and then got to sleep with someone. Out of that twenty-five, it happened once. Not a horrible ratio. <laughs> One a quarter, not too bad, I guess. Um, but also, like, I haven't been on like a, a fucking stage of, you know, like opening for Billboard when it's like I'm doing 3,000 people or like there's a better ratio fucking like hit ratio or some shit like that like I've always been on stage of like 300 people so it's still more than most of America I'll take it I mean I'm not gonna argue hey, about it like I wouldn't knock it at all it's happened once though I'm okay with it it's happened once in your 20 something years on the planet you True. got a lot more time Valid point. Well, hopefully you have a lot more time. You may get hit by a car leaving. That's there. a valid argument. I could also be like, oh, it's good seeing you. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, 
right now, right here, right now, you have accomplished more stage time than the majority of people in this fucking country. No, that's true. I've thought about this, man. Like, okay, this is for everyone. This is going to be like, you can apply this to any single thing, but it's very accurate. I used to host for the World Series of Comedy. Is that a big thing? No, not in the slightest. It doesn't mean anything. But to me, it means something because the World Series has been around for 10 years now, and there's only been four hosts. I was one of them. Doesn't mean anything, but it means something. It's like, it's like someone. No, no. It means something. If it means something to you, it means something. Exactly. Anything only has value because we all agree it has value. If you want to go into that, fucking cryptocurrency. It's exactly what that means. The only reason it The has, U.S. dollar, too. Well, valid point. Um, uh, well, that's built based on trusts and everything. Right. Everything is based on... Cryptocurrency is literally like, we all agree that it's $2,000. Right. And it's almost like, I agree it's 1500 It was like, but we don't agree that. And they're like, I fucking agree that. And they're like, I don't understand what's going on. It's so fucking confusing. But it's that's so how dumb. everything in this planet works. Because for, no, for fuck's sake, I was just in South America mm. three weeks ago. I forgot about that shit. Yeah, you went with your buddies, right? Yeah, I was in Colombia three weeks ago. A fucking ribeye steak. A fat, juicy, amazing ribeye steak that would probably be 80 to $100 US back here in the States was like $12. With the conver- conversion and everything was 12 bucks. Yeah. Wow. That's because they agree... That that's the value of their money and the value of that meat versus when we're up here and we agree that that's the value here. Right. That's just how it is. Jeez. All of it is a fucking illusion that we as a society, we as a people agree that this is worth this. Yeah. I agree with that. It's true. Fucking life is weird. I don't know how to feel. That life is weird and that's amazing. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to be in a fucking I mean I'm sure there are some people that are happy with it who wants to be in a 9 to 5 pump out 2.5 kids have your white picket fence I'm sure somebody's into it yeah I don't want a kid in a wheelchair I don't want right. to wake I don't want to wake up one day and be like oh shit I'm 90 what did I do with my life I worked Dude, every okay. day I will point this out like I know that at, like the whole follow your dreams kind of gets a stigma but Maybe not follow your dreams, but always try and be happy. That seems like the easiest thing to do. Being happy is not fucking easy. Fuck no. I disagree. I I don't think it's that hard. It's Um, not that hard, but it's not that easy. Well, okay. I'll put it this way. Being easy is not hard. Finding what makes you... Being happy is not hard. Finding what makes you happy might be. Well, finding what makes you happy might be hard. Accomplishing what makes you happy... Well... I mean, there are sacrifices. There are sacrifices that you have to make to accomplish those goals. Right. I mean, for fuck's sake, we talked about this off air. I don't know if it's out of school for me to talk about. You sleep in your car half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make you happy? It doesn't make me sad. Yeah, but that doesn't make you happy. No, but but here's the thing, though. (laughs) Just because it doesn't make me happy doesn't make me sad. It's It's one of those things that I go... Also, it's one of those things. I don't have to do it. True. I'm, I'm choosing to do that. Yeah, we all make fucking choices. Right. And some of those choices don't necessarily make us happy. They don't necessarily make us sad. But because they don't necessarily make us sad doesn't necessarily mean they're making us happy either. You're Actual right. happiness is but, harder to obtain <clears throat> than you might think. But not being sad is fairly easy to obtain. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. The, yeah. It's the best way to put that. hundred percent. Because like, my here's okay. Simple. I Let, know. Unless you're fucked up in the head, and then <laughs> sorry. No, you're good. Like for instance, I know what I like and I know what I don't like, and what I'm not gonna do is do something that makes me. I'm not gonna do something that I don't like. For instance, excuse me. I was working a job summer of 2017. I was working a job, and I literally worked a job one day. I was working at a catering a catering kitchen. And basically what we did was we went to the main place, we loaded up the food, we went to the place that the event, the event was at, we unloaded everything, we set up the food. As soon as the event was over, we broke down everything, set it back in the vans, took it back to the place, went to the place, set up all the food, uh, or got all the food again, went back to the new place, set up all the food, broke down all the food once everyone was done. I was literally moving for a living for one fucking day. I worked for 12 hours and I go, I'm done. And the reason, and my stepdad helped me get the job. It was a place that I used to work at, but it was like doing a different job than I used to be a cook. This time I'm being a catering person. And my step, and I walked, and I was living with my uh, mom and stepdad at the time, and I said, I'm done. And he goes, what? He goes, I helped you get that job. I'm like, true, but I'm not going to do a job that's going to make me unhappy. And he was like, well, that's dumb. I go, well, here's the difference. And I go, I go, well, I'm just not going to be happy. And he was like, well, I go, and he goes, there's something along the lines of like, he was like, well, that's uh, stupid. I go, well, that's what you believe. He's like, yeah, me and 99 other people. I'm like, that's or 99% other people. I said, that's fine, but me and the other 1% are going to be happy doing what we do for a living. And I was like, and then like a week later, I found a job as a cook where I was happy with. I'm fine with that shit. Well, here's the thing. One, I think we're talking from a position of fucking privilege because- Valid point. There are many fucking people in this country, around the fucking world, that have no fucking choice in- just to fucking grind to survive. True. And okay, this might be 100% privileged opinion, but I feel like grind to survive until you can do something that you like doing grinding at. The problem is, there's a lot of people that have no fucking ambition. Well, that's not on us. That's not. No, that's on them. That is on them, but you can't discount that that's the position they're in. Right, but yeah, okay. Yeah, but like... But they also... Those I mean, people, if that's all you know, if everything, like everyone you know around you, that's what they do to survive. All, everyone you've ever encountered, that's what they do. You don't know any other fucking life. Right. It's hard to see the ambition of, I want to go and do something else when all your peers, your family, that's what they fucking do too. Right. It's environmental. We are lucky enough, we are privileged enough to be in Los fucking Los Angeles, surrounded by amazing entertainers, people that have fucking made it. But there are so many fucking people that they don't know that. The idea of meeting a celebrity, being around someone, like that's fucking fantasy. That has just as much reality to them as, you know, being king of the world. Right. All right. I'm just trying to throw out the perspective, drunkenly throw out my perspective. Yeah. I'm right there with you, buddy. As I've killed half quarter of the bottle of the Jesus bottle. Christ. Where am I sitting? I'm at like Yeah, we've done some drinking. I give myself like an a fifth, a fifth of the bottle. Yeah, but I'm happy that we're I'm fucking privileged. I'm happy that well, I was given this fucking ambition. My friend uh my friend Ariel pointed this out one time and like cause I was pointing I lived with her. She's a black woman. And she um 
she would always joke about it. But she, she was serious, but joking about it at the same same time. Anytime she'd be like, "Black Lives Matter," and I was like, "Agreed." Like I'm not disagreeing with that at all. But she would say that, and then anytime she'd be like, "White privilege," and I would just kind of like, I would kind of like go on my shell a little bit. And she was like, "Don't fucking apologize." She goes, "You didn't control that shit." She goes, "You had no choice. It's not like you had any fucking option." She's like, "But just realize that you have it." And I was like, "Okay, it's true." Like, and that's kind of what I've done. Like, I realize where I am and what I have might have, might have helped due to the fact that I'm a straight white male. Like, 100% might have helped. I'm not saying it did, but it may have. Well, I'm just curious. If you were to fail horribly out here. Right. Absolutely fucking horribly. What happens to you? I ask my dad for some gas money. I pack up my shit and I go home. Exactly. That's privilege. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It uh, has to do with your social economic status. That oh yeah 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 totally. That if you just fucking fail, you have it might not be a great safety net. It may not be a but proudful moment, but a there's a net, net there. Yeah, it's a safety net. Yeah, where you're right. Someone who grows up fucking piss poor, makes some bad choices. They got no net. Right. That it's I have to have this job, otherwise I may end up fucking homeless. Yeah, it's true. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> it's like, so we're going down this road. What does it lead to? A garden. That's it. It's there. Oh. Just sitting there just looking at It goes where every flowers. road goes to. To fucking oblivion. None of it right. fucking matters. In the grand scheme of things, in about 9,000 years, our whole race won't exist. We'll have wiped ourselves out. But hey, at least we'll be dead by then. <laughs> I don't plan on being. Unless we hit the fucking, what is it? The Not the synchronicity. The... um. Fuck. Singularity. Singularity, there we go. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're just like, and the computer's like, bro, what you doing? Oh, no, I'm just hanging out by these megabytes. Yeah, but I'm the problem with the singularity out. is if we all merge with computers, we still die. But do we? As long as our consciousness goes on, we never die. Okay. Have you ever watched the movie The Sixth Day with Schwarzenegger? No. Okay, it's a bad movie. It's a <laughs> bad, I'll just preface this with, it's a bad movie. Preface. 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 Come on, man. Alcohol. You have books yeah they make good decoration valid point so the the point of the movie like the plot of the movie is he's an android right no cloning okay cloning's illegal and they're mad cloning and the clones have the memories and all that shit but it's like if the clone and i exist at the same time and the clone has all my memories i still die i as this consciousness cease to exist Though my consciousness or a copy of my consciousness may still go on. Right. This one, the one that has experienced what I've experienced, ceases to exist. Technically a life dies, right? Right. So same with the singularity. If my consciousness is copied to a computer. Well, here's the thing about Let's look at it this way. Okay, go on. Like, say you have an MP3. Right. You make a copy of the MP3. Okay. You copy it to your fucking iPhone. Mm Mm-hmm. You delete the original off your hard drive. Right. The original is still fucking deleted. No, I get what you're saying. Here's the thing, though. This is, oh, fuck. Okay, this is weird, but I'm glad you brought it up. But here's the thing. Like, oh, fuck. Here's the thing, though. This is all sci-fi movie bullshit. So, like. I love that shit. So, when, no, no, you're good. You're good. So, just hear me out. Whenever you transfer over 
it's usually one of those things where if say there's the host body and then there's the computer just for just simple, sure. simple explanation there's a host body and a computer and then it transfers over from host body to a computer at that point the host body is dead right right so at that point can you say that like the other person is dead because technically is like as soon as it left the body that means that it was that was gone and it was transferring so there wasn't like two entities at the same time well the way i view it is the host body dies the new body isn't really aware that they were anything but what they currently are sort of but that's not actually that's not that's not accurate because the 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 new body computer for this example would know that there was something going on prior because as like in theory 100 percent of the memories of the host body would go on including hey i'm getting knocked out and then bam i'm waking up i'm in cyberspace or whatever the situation right they still exist but for them nothing happens right exactly see that's the confusing thing right elon musk call us and ask us questions and tell us truths yeah. for the consciousness system the computer nothing negative happened for right. the consciousness that was previously in the meat sack that ceases to exist so that meat sack gets to experience death that is the scary fucked up if you think about star trek with the transporters Mm-hmm. Every time you use a transporter, the previous version of you dies. I don't know if that's true, though. Uh, there was some article about that. Right. But it's fucked up. Can't You cannot avoid the inevitable. That's very accurate. And terrifying. Fuck. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Fuck, drink, enjoy life. Valid point. Um, any porn stars listen to this, hit me up. Let me know. I'd love to see if you can. Don't get involved with him. Just fuck him. I'll take it. I just need three of you by January. Three of you. That sounds very fucked up, but you know what I mean. Just spend some money on hookers. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna spend money. That's what I was gonna say earlier. I never finished this fucking story. Chicago. So I was in Chicago, and I was with this. I kind of left, and I was with this girl. Fucking full circle. And then I think I got to bounce after this. Um, uh, awesome. We're about time to wrap anyway. So perfect. So I um I was with this girl, and then we ended up uh, we left, and then I was like, hey, um, uh, we, like I said, we walked outside, we started making out, and then after that, I was like, let's find a hotel. Um, again, she was live with her parents and all that stuff, and I was in a room with two other people and I wasn't going to like keep them from getting in the room um, because they would have been very fucking angry. I wouldn't have cared. But like, also I was like, if you're my friend, you're going to let me fuck. Like let's, I would have like passed out in the hallway for a couple minutes. Like just let some shit go down. So in the future, my recommended solution to that is right. Toss them some money for a bar tab. They'd already left. So I wasn't with them. Well then, perfect. But they were. I don't wasn't. I wasn't going to be like hanging a fucking tie on the door. Be like, no, no. Fucking stale thought. It's 2018. <laughs> Text them. Be like, hey, I'm hooking Dude, up. That doesn't always work because I did that with this one chick that I was hosting this festival with, and then she was like, and she like tried to open the door, but luckily I put the little slam thing on, and she was like, Shkunk, and the girl fucking jumped off of me and like fucking jumped over by the chair, and she was like, I'm so sorry, and then like girl got back on. We finished, and then afterwards I was like. Why didn't you look at your phone? Why would I look at my phone? I'm like, because it's 20 fucking 16. What is wrong with you? 
That's why. Well, don't you don't, fucking dunce? Don't be friends with those people. Uh, I'm. We don't talk that much anymore. So, either way, Chicago so, hotel room. Go. We're in, and basically, what happens is I'm like, uh, we go to one place, they were sold out. We go to another place, they were sold out. We go like 25 minutes away. Wait, which in my head, at, at, looking back on it now, I'm like, she wanted to fuck. So we go over to this place. I look it up on hotels.com. We find the price, and it was like whatever and then we get there and the guy was like okay so it's like whatever which is like twenty dollars more than the price i saw online i was like actually i went hotels.com i said it was this and he's like okay we can give you that cost blah 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 and i was like i didn't want to put it on my card and i was like i don't want to put it on my card she's like i'll put it on my card i was like all right cool i was like you know we'll, we'll split it later or whatever and then so we go up into the room we start banging for fucking like as as as, uh, as uh, what's the word I'm looking for as like uh, sketchy as a way i can put it we started banging like we jumped in the shower because i just got done with the show so i like had to get the gel out of my hair i wasn't gonna be like we're not gonna fuck with gel in my hair and uh so uh that's a weird hang up but okay it was i just i wasn't gonna do it because also if she wants to run her hands through my hair i'm not gonna have her get it caught and it fucking hurts i'm like that's just weird so we start going and then for whatever reason i my hand goes around her throat and i was like this is a new thing i'm into fucking rock on i didn't know that at the time so we ended up banging whatever so we check out the next morning which we slept for like two and a half hours and then i had to go back to my hotel room and sleep for like another three hours to then get on the road with my buddy to go from chicago back to fucking oklahoma 13 hour drive but i when i got in i gave him the fucking keys i was like you're fucking driving but i digress so we're at the hotel and then as we're leaving this is the weirdest thing because she had covered the hotel room and i said we were gonna do it and i'm like i've never paid for sex in my life but as soon as we got in her car i was like so like so how much do i owe you like because i knew that i had to split the room with her she was like i like it was like 110 it was just like 60 bucks I'm like oh that sounds fair <laughs> so i give her like 320s and i'm like all right and then we drive back and we're still chatting like she's actually been texting me throughout the fucking podcast um uh and i was just like this is weird but it was the oddest way i could have asked that question was like oh i've been together so how much do i owe you like i'm such a dick for asking it that way but it's a great way to ask it it's funny for a story it is it is but there's also nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. whatever no I was just thought that was going to go sideways. Like, once you got in the hotel, she's like, all right, pay up. No, no, no. I've got a story like that. That's what my girl hooked up to, I hooked up with in, on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, you got to go. Damn. I can do that one shortly. Okay, uh, what happened was we ended up talking. I was barking for a show on Hollywood Boulevard. We ended up hooking up. And then um, what happened was I uh, I talked to her, and then I said, uh, so how old are you? She said, how old do you think I am? I was like, well, I'm not fucking stupid. And I didn't answer the question. I was 26 at the time. And I said, I think you're two years above or below me. I think that was a good cushion. She's like, I'm 24. I was like, all right, I was 26. It makes sense. I was right. And then I said, so what do you do for life? She says, I'm a doctor. I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. You're 24. I said, you must be fucking insanely smart or have like a crazy work ethic. She's like, kind of both. I was like, all right, that's cool. That's great. And then she, uh, I said, so what kind of doctor are you? And she goes, I'm a gynecologist. And I was like, well, that's not how you say that word. And I was like, okay, what the fuck? So I go and- That should have raised the red flag right there. Fucking no, she was also from Omaha. And then uh, her name was Destiny. And I go, you you could be my destiny if you fucking make this happen. Let me finish my story. Don't say anything. Just fucking let it happen. So a couple days later, we're talking. And I go over to a hotel room, end up hooking up. And then in the middle of us fucking, she goes, have you ever had sex with a doctor? And I go, no. Because I hadn't. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, so afterwards, which, you know, like uh, she said that like midway through, which is like, you know, two hours. And uh, like afterwards, see, 
comedy. And uh, so afterwards, uh, I go, by the way, um, you said you're here to see clients and stuff. She's like, yeah, I, you know, they come to see me when they're in Omaha because like, a lot of people have money, but they you know, have land out in Kansas. I was like, all right. It doesn't really make sense, but I'll fucking buy it at this point. So I'm talking to her, and uh, I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, by the way, the other day you said gynecologist and not gynecologist. She was like, yeah, about that. I go, you're not a doctor, are you? And she goes, no. I'm like, fuck, because I saw her on Hollywood Boulevard. She's fucking smoking hot blonde, huge fake tits, one of the two. And I go, uh... Uh, fuck i was like this is a big dude named cornelius is gonna knock on the room like hey man you owe me like four hundred dollars and i'm gonna be fucked because i've only got 350 and i'm screwed so i was like oh shit so she goes over to this duffel bag that i hadn't seen at this point and i'm like oh no she's a fucking dominatrix that's what this is she said she was here to see clients that makes total fucking sense now and i again don't have money i'm fucking screwed she pulls out this giant fucking hooker heel and i go you're a stripper and she grabs me by the face and goes I'm an exotic dancer. And I go, and the difference would be, and she was like, stripper strip. I was like, yeah, it's kind of fucking in the name. And I was like, an exotic dancer? She goes, we strip. I'm like, obviously. And she goes, but, but we also dance. I'm like, so, fucking so do strippers. They don't just come up and rip everything off. I go, this is what I got? Fucking pay me. That's not how it works. So this whole situation goes down. And um, I was like, all right, so this is a situation. So um, in the middle of it, she asked me, have you ever had sex with a doctor? And I go, no. And I still fucking haven't. Womp, womp. Exactly. But the funny thing is I called my dad because we're way too close. And I to- this is like a couple weeks later. And I told him what happened. And he goes, were you safe? And I go, no, I wasn't. And he goes, why weren't you safe? I go, listen, I wasn't. He goes, you have to be safe. Like the, the way the apps are and people are just hooking up all the time. You have to be safe. You got to be conscious. You have to be, you have to make sure everything's going okay. And also like, why weren't you safe? And I go, listen, I was a hundred percent sure if there was anyone that was not going to have an STD or anything, it was definitely going to be a gynecologist. <laughs> So that's who you got to call about the herpes, huh? I got to, yeah, some things. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Oh, my God. So she's back in Omaha? Uh, yeah, and I haven't been able to contact her. I'm kind of sad. Oh, hey. I got to set up a fake up a fake Snapchat account just to try and reach her. So that's the first person you've ever had sex with who didn't know her real name, huh? I, she told me, but I can't fucking remember what it was. Sure she did. She did. I know she did, but I can't remember. Did you see an ID? No. She didn't. <laughs> so, Andrew, it is last call. We're going to get you out of here, get you to the Dojo of Comedy, which we didn't talk about it fucking all. No, sorry, buddy. Well, I mean, real quick, how we met is through my friends at the Dojo Comedy, which is an amazing venue here in Los Angeles, California. Yep. In Hollywood. He is the show producer, is the proper title? Uh, tech, if you want to go by the business cards that we had printed up, I'm the COO and the CTO. I'm the chief operational officer and the chief technical officer. I just said officer because I'm good with talking stuff. No, it, yeah, technically I'm just me jerking myself. I just, um, for those of you that can't see, because no one can because it's only audio. He was doing a jack off motion, but no, it's just like, um, I just, I set up the room and I like literally physically set up all the cables and all this stuff. So I technically do that stuff. And then also I, with operations, whenever there's a show, I see people and do all that stuff. Just make sure they're shows run smoothly and everything but it's on sycamore it's on um sunset and sycamore right across the street from the days in which is where i hooked up with that girl that i was uh, the gynecologist girl there you go there hell the yeah Goddamn right wait and then, you were barking for the sycamore another time no i was barking for a different show over on hollywood boulevard cool cool so if you're in hollywood in la come out to the sycamore come see some shows 
possibly see me drunk in a corner because that happens go to the dojo of comedy.com we have a full calendar of everything every show that we have coming up in the next uh, three weeks at a time we do a month at a time so yeah fuck yeah so now that it is officially last call Andrew where can we find you on social media you can find me at one the number one Andrew Rose everywhere on Twitter Instagram if you do uh, YouTube or youtube.com forward slash a Rose comedy but facebook.com forward slash one Andrew Rose and uh, every day on Instagram, I do a uh, random fact of the day, which you can uh, like or not laugh at or whatever you want to do. But uh, yeah, I got that going <laughs> every day. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing the show. Thanks, man. Oh, one more thing. Sorry, I want to do this. Um, here in the next couple of weeks, if anyone's listening, um, I do, I, uh, I've done the random facts of the day from May 12th of 2017 till right now and i have taken all of them and i have uh put them in i've put them into a book uh called 365 uh funny facts for your unfunny father uh starters that he could never come up with himself and it's going to be on sale on amazon here in the next couple weeks as soon as i get my proof done and all that fun stuff so please look out for it and uh like i said if you kind of listen earlier and i only get uh, after everything is done and said i personally only get five dollars for everything so that's uh, kind of what I set it up to be. So um, if you want to support me and all the silly, funny stuff that I do, please do so. Definitely. And I can't wait for the sequel that has one in four has herpes. <laughs> and as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook. You can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. Do us a solid. Go to iTunes. Rate us five stars. Tell your fucking friends. We want more fucking drinking buddies. We want more fucking people to drink with on this fucking show. But until next time, drink up, motherfuckers. Later. Woo.